Tuesday night, after that brief stint in a uh, Tuesday afternoon slot, man, things in the sporting world heating up more than Kanye West and Pete Davidson's feud because we have a ton to talk about, literally, in the time frame from last week's show to this week's show. We go to baseball's back. We got baseball. Uh, we didn't have that last Tuesday, but we got it now. Uh, the NBA is wrapping itself down. Uh, we'll be in the playoffs soon. It, it, LeBron James might not be there. We might not have LeBron James. C- Corey, your favorite bubble team might, might not be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, <laughs> hey, looking too hot. Uh, you know, the, the uh, Nets, they're, they're getting hot at the right time. Uh, hockey, they're getting ready for their trade deadline. But, man, the NFL dominates everything. It dominates everything. We've had the legal tampering time and everybody's signing. I mean, it's crazy. It's active. Uh, There's not going to be much left other than people signing contracts Uh, before the tampering uh, phase um, got started. We get the news that Deshaun Watson won't serve any criminal charges. So he's all he's got left is is the uh, civil cases. So teams are hitting him up. You have uh, he met Monday with the Panthers and the Saints. Both of them don't make any sense for him. I, I, I don't understand why he would go from Houston, who has no future, to the Saints, who have no money, no, no real good head coach. Sean Payton's gone. Um, you know, why would Sean Payton leave if he had a shot to fill uh, the void with Deshaun Watson? You know, still don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. Uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, isn't he hurt or suspended or something? Something happened with Alvin Kamara. I remember. I can't. I, I don't know. I don't recall per se. I believe he got. Ar- I believe he got arrested. That's right. But, uh, that's right. Alvin Kamara got arrested. So he's trying to get his way out of the Saints uh, any way he can. So I don't see Deshaun Watson going to that dumpster fire. Uh, he met with the Browns today, and then uh, a, a little earlier in the day, it got it got uh, brought up that the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons might be the dark horse 
to land Deshaun Watson. And once again, that doesn't make any sense to me because Calvin Ridley is suspended for the whole year. He might not be back. Um, the uh, the wide receiver running back that they have. Uh, Cordell Patterson. Uh, yeah, Cordell Patterson. He's a free agent. He might not be back. So is he just going there to, to uh, throw to Kyle Pitts? Is that is that the only person that he's going to go do in Atlanta? Well, well, I believe that's his hometown, and him and him and Arthur Blank have a relationship when he was younger. Um, he was a ball boy for for the Falcons, and um, reports say that he called uh, Will Fuller and Allen Robinson uh, to join forces in Atlanta. So, I don't know. I mean, if he's calling guys, it, it's possible. But in my mindset, I, I couldn't see outside of why you wouldn't want to go with the like to me, if he's going to win a Super Bowl, like Cleveland's got to be his best option right now. Right. Like out of the four teams that he's talking to in, in his ability, in the time frame that he's going to need it, it's got to be the Browns. Right. They have an offensive line. They have a defense. They just picked up Amari Cooper. They have uh, Austin Hooper, David Njoku. We know Donovan Peoples-Jones has got some talent. The Browns still have money to spend in free agency to get another wide receiver or draft the wide receiver um, this year because it's a deep wide receiver draft. So if you're, if you're Deshaun and your goal is to win a Super Bowl, to put your name up there with Patrick Mahomes, to put your name up with the Bradys, uh, I mean, jo- we, we all assume Josh Allen's going to get there with, with that Bills team that just keeps loading up. Um, right. He, he, he's got to be aiming for that, right? He's got to be aiming for it and he's going to want to, he's going to want to make a good name for himself right away after everything that's happened. Like he doesn't want to be negative in the news again with a losing team. So out of the four teams, yeah, Cleveland is probably, Cleveland is probably the best team out of those four teams to be able to make some noise in the AFC. But, um, I don't know. I think there's still one more dark horse team out there. Honestly, you think it'd be the Dolphins? I why not? Why not? I know I know Corey loves Tua and I know that that Corey wants to talk about Tua all day long but but why why not? Why not? I think we got all the weapons to have to have a quarterback like him here and I think that I think he'd do a great I think he'd do a great job here honestly. Um don't think it'll be the Dolphins but <laughs> oh, I, I, don't mean, so. I don't think so either because uh no. the the, well, the big yeah, the big thing was it was supposed to be the Steelers. It was supposed to be the Dolphins. Uh, they were two teams that quickly said, we're out on the Sean Watson um, you know, campaign. Obviously, the Dolphins are pursuing with uh, Tua Viola. Uh, the, the Steelers, they picked up Mitchell Trubisky. Um, so- I, think Steelers, I think the Steelers, Aaron, did that right away because of all the all the talk there was about if he ends up on the Steelers, it's, it's because Flores is there and, <laughs> and all that kind of, there was, there was talk everywhere about it. And I think that it would, that would have hurt Flores, whole ordeal that he's got going on and the lawsuits that he has and things like that. Oh. I think Watson going there would, would have not been a good look for, for the Steelers. I, if, in, you know, in all honesty, I mean, he's the linebackers coach, so he, he shouldn't have a say at all. Who's quarterbacking that team. We know there's one guy that runs that franchise. He's run that franchise really well uh, for a while. So there, there was no need for him to, unless, unless Pittsburgh was like, yeah, this is the guy we want to we put the house on. 
But I, I, I think Pittsburgh, they brought in Trubisky. I don't think they're out on any of these kids uh, coming through the draft uh, right now. I think, I think they like uh, Pickett from Pittsburgh. It would be a good fit. You know, he goes from playing at, at – he knows Heinz Field. I mean, that's, that's where the Pitt Panthers play. So um, I, I think they're still looking at the rookie – uh, draft class this year. I think they think Mitchell Trubisky is a good tie over until this kid, one of these kids that they draft. Uh, and I, I think, I think Pickett's going to be the guy they look for. Um, if Carolina doesn't take him, like if Carolina is the team that Deshaun Watson uh, ends up on, and, and it could very well be that Watson goes to Carolina, they, they can offer um, Christian McCaffrey, they can offer the first round picks. I don't think it's an ideal situation because if you give up Christian McCaffrey, who the, who, who the hell is he, is he playing with on that offense? DJ Moore, that's it. Yeah. And DJ Moore didn't look too good with anybody last year uh, because we know Robbie Anderson, he, he's probably not going to go back to Carolina. Um, so for me, it, it's insane for him to decide between those two teams. I, I, I can understand Atlanta. Um, you know, Corey, like you said, he's from there. If he's calling Allen Robinson and he's calling, uh, you know, other, other people to come play there. Once again, that defense is horrific in Atlanta. It's terrible. You're going to have to score, uh, at least 40 points a game to win games. Um, and that offensive line still isn't good, not good. And they don't have a running back. So I don't, I don't know what makes Atlanta enticing. Um, I do think Cleveland's the enticing choice. It's not just because I'm a Browns fan. I, I legitimately think he goes to Cleveland. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt could give him a call and say, hey, man, if you are abusing women, the best place to go is to Cleveland because <laughs> nobody lives here and uh, their fans are so hungry for uh, a winner that they will forgive you the moment you're successful and then your value will go up and they will pay you and then they will trade you a team who will pay you even more. Uh, I, I think that's the reason Pittsburgh was out so quickly. They didn't want a second consecutive quarterback under sexual assault realm, um, you know, with Ben, uh, with Ben going through the same thing. So uh, I don't think that would have been a good look. But I mean, competitively, yes, Cleveland, out of the teams that have been mentioned, uh, Cleveland would make the most sense, but you know it's Cleveland. And yeah, so. I don't, I don't know what that means, Corey. But a, a <laughs> team that made the playoffs, a team with a hurt quarterback that was in it to the last game of the season. No, no, no. no you know, no, a team no. with a wide I'm receiver that quit off, on them and I'm, they traded I'm, midseason. I'm talking about off the field. It's Cleveland. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you know, because you know. New Orleans, is, the city New, or, New Orleans is so much better. There's nothing like living in a city that's underwater. And when it's not underwater, you're getting shot or stabbed. Yeah, New Orleans is such a <laughs> such a great place to live. That's, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. you never, I thought, you, listen. You thought it. Out in New Orleans, you never know what's going to happen, bro. It's excitement. It's true. I mean, listen, I thought Corey had excitement when we went to Cleveland. I mean, he had the longest lap dance in the history of the world. <laughs> eight eight minute songs uh, for, for the price of what? I mean, Corey was. You got to know how to choose them. <laughs> Drink all night for $40. It was fantastic. Ohio's amazing. Yeah, for crackheads. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't hear you, Vinny. Say it again. They got to entice you to go out there somehow. So they put, exactly. they put 
songs at the strip club and you drink all night for 40 bucks. No, so, so. I don't think you, I don't think you've ever heard this story. So Corey and I had gone to uh, Ohio um, to do a show. We, we, we did the sports nuts up there. So we were like, great, we'll make a whole weekend out of it. We went to the Cavaliers Bulls game. We went to uh, we, we went to uh, the Football Hall of Fame, um, but we met our good buddy Elvis's friend who um, let's just say I don't know if he would have favored Corey if Elvis and I weren't around. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a couple teeth missing as well. Uh, so he <laughs> takes us to a strip club and it's in a double wide trailer. Um, no way. Swear on my life, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it was weird because I felt there was more women at this strip club than there were there than there were men. I, I feel like the strippers hung out there. Um, it was like their bar. Like, so you could sit outside and they had like games. Like it, it, it's nothing like Tootsie's, <laughs> nothing remotely close to Tootsie's. It was more like a bar with women who couldn't take their underwear off, but they could take their top off. But to take their top off, they had to go into a special room, right, Corey? Otherwise, they were like, in a, yeah, they're bikinis. No DJ. No DJ. Uh, they have the on the wall DJ machine. So you yeah, pick the, <laughs> you pick the song that you get left dance to. Oh, I would if if I was there, I would have I would have picked Piano Man and gone to get a dance. Uh, I think we did Purple Rain for Corey, like or Welcome to the Jungle. I think we picked like these seven minute songs. <laughs> And at the end of it, it was great. I think we did like a three-song dance for Corey. We picked all seven-minute songs. And the girl tells Corey that she's going to need Gold Bond by the end of the, the, end of the day. Wow. That was, it was a really special place you went to there, Corey. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite an experience. I, I mean, I, I, I struck up conversations with, with them, and they were talking about uh, – I was like, man, how long you been doing this? Uh, for a while, for a couple of years. Like, how old are you? 19? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Were they teaching classes in, in high school? Sean Watson will fit it perfectly there. <laughs> and then tell them about the, the bill we got. Yeah. Oh, my God. So the first night, Corey and I get there. Our buddy Elvis's friend, he buys us the drinks, right? He's like, oh, no, hospitality. We're going to show you how we do it in Ohio over South Florida. We're like, all right, cool, whatever, man. If you're paying for drinks, no problem. Go back there the last night. I tell him, I was like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Drinks are on me tonight. I got to pay you back for the first night. I mean, we're blasted drunk. I mean, just an, an, an insane amount of alcohol was purchased. I get the bill from the girl. It's $70. And I looked at it and I was like, I think you forgot some drinks. And she goes, what? No, no, no. They're all there. And I look at it and I started counting. I was like, holy shit, that's all our drinks. Shots, mixed drinks, beers, liquor, double shots, $70. $70. For like three people. And we were buying girl shots too. We were buying the dancer shots, $70. No, dis no discount. No discount. Straight, that's what it was. <laughs> well, we gotta. I feel like I gotta visit Cleveland at least once, right? It's, it's an unbelievable place. Corey and I are on the plane. We did we have no, we we had a straight flight, right? 
from from Fort Lauderdale. So Corey and I have a straight flight from Fort Lauderdale to Ohio. We're in our sports stuff. We're watching a Hurricanes football game because there was a Canes game on when we were flying. So, you know, we're, we know we have to talk about the game while we're, 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 we, when we do our show. And there was these old women, um, straight Midwesterners, and they were flying back from Vegas. And they see Corey and I, and Corey and I are talking. We're taking notes on the Canes game. And they're like, oh, what do you boys do? And we're like, oh, we're doing, we do a podcast, we, you know, we, uh, about sports. And like, oh, well, up front, they knew the girls up front weren't on the same flight, but it was like a group of high school girls. They're like, oh, they go to this school and they, they're coming back as national champions and you should interview them. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Where are we going? And we get to Ohio. Ohio is nothing like you would imagine it to be. It, it, it's like uh, Midtown U.S. And uh, we go to our first bar with Elvis. Did we go with Elvis or was it just us? Um, I think we went with Elvis. Yeah, and it, it's it's a bunch of white people in blazers, just the worst dancing you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> the flirting was um, uncomfortable. Uh, it, it reminded me of a middle school dance, uh, watching the men flirt with, with the women in Ohio. And uh, I was like, I'd clean up here. I would be a 10. I am a four <laughs> in South Florida. I am a four in South Florida. I am a fucking dime in, in Cleveland, Ohio. That's fucking over there. We're probably we're, we're exotic, bro. We're from we're from the Latin country down here. They feel like it's a completely different country over here. Than over there. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was it was yeah. an experience. And if Deshaun Watson loves to get uh, frisky during massages, that might be the best place for him to go. It might be. They won't tell on him over there. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> they won't want him to leave. They won't want him to leave. They, they want to get rid of Baker because he does too many commercials. Uh, but uh, they might understand uh, that if Deshaun Watson wants to get freaky over over that. <laughs> so is it true that is it true that Baker had more more commercials than he did touchdown passes last year? Or is that a lie? <laughs> oh, there's probably more commercials. Yeah, I think he only. I think he only had seventeen touchdowns. Different commercials. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he had seventeen touchdowns. He might have had between between the progressive commercials, the commercials for uh, Hulu Sports. Uh, yeah, there, there's a good chance he might have done more commercials last year than yeah, the seventeen I, touchdowns. I know, ten, ten or eleven games in, they were talking about him having more commercials than touchdown passes. He yeah, kind of awesome. at the end of the year a little bit, but. You know, I mean, look, here's the thing about Baker and it, um, I've been his biggest supporter. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's bad. I don't think Baker's as bad as people make it out to see. Me. I mean, he was hurt last year. It was visible. It was very visible. Um, I thought his decision making the prior year got a little bit better. I thought his decision making before he got injured. I and you look at that Kansas City game. He looked great until that, that he got he was getting sacked and threw that interception late. Um I thought Baker. I thought Baker was on on pace to be good last year. He got hurt. Um, he tried to do some things he shouldn't have done. A little bit could have gone on Stefanski. You know, you could have you could have put in. Um, oh, the Kirk Cousins wannabe. Uh, not Kirk. Cousins. What, what? Who, who would want to be Kirk Cousins? Uh, what's his name? He was, he, no, he was in. Uh, he was in Minnesota before Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Um, it's not important. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Clearly not. All right. So whoever the backup was, 
that was a starter in uh, in in Minnesota before Kirk Cousins got there. Uh, man, it's really annoying me that I can't remember his damn name. And he backed up Baker last year. Backed up Baker last year. He was like one of the most expensive backups in the league. This is, is he the bad. backup now still? Uh, I think he's a free agent right now. Case Keenum. Casey Keenum. That's him. Yeah, there we go. Um, and the fancy was familiar with Keenum. You know, I, I, Keenum played one game. He won his game that he was in. He did not look good in that game. Um, so for me, you know, it, it, it should have been Stefanski sitting out Baker. But, you know, the Browns got to see what they have in them. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting because I don't, I don't think Deshaun Watson did a rush to get traded. I think teams are in a rush because they need to know, you know, are you our quarterback? And what do we need to get in free agency in the draft? So, like. Y'all, you need to make a decision, brother, because if he doesn't make a decision quick, he's going to be back in Houston because people are going to feel their needs. I mean, yeah. it's kind of affecting other free agency moves, like with the Saints. I'm yeah. sure Teron Armstead, if, if Watson goes there, he'll return. But if he doesn't, he'll probably leave, you know, so it's impacting other teams. It's impacting different players, you know, so I, I hope he makes a decision. The, it, it really comes down to it because the Browns are going to have to figure out what what are we giving up? We know we're going to give up Kareem Hunt. We know we're going to give up Baker Mayfield. We know we're going to give up two number ones. But do we have to give up Denzel Ward? Do we have to give up uh, uh, Greg Newsom? Like who who else do we have to give you to get this done? And, you know, like where we have to focus. We have to focus on defensive backs because defensive backs were getting picked up today like crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, well, um, reports say that before letting Watson meet with these teams. The teams had to have a propo- a trade proposal. Correct. They had to give a tra- trade proposal, so it's already given what they want to give up. Yeah. Uh, and and the Houston was asking for what three first round picks and a, at least a player or two. Yeah. So, um. The way that it looked for Cleveland, Cleveland, from what I read, um, it, it was going to be Baker, uh, Hunt, um, two number ones, and it sounds like Denzel Ward, uh, is the guy. And I, I, I would prefer not to give up Denzel Ward. He's a two-time pro bowler. Um, but if that gets it done to get Deshaun Watson, fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. That seems like a lot. It is yeah, a lot. Yeah, it does seem <laughs> like a lot. Like, I know, I know you need to give something to make up for that third first-round pick that you're not going to give them that they want. Yeah. But I just feel like I feel like Hunt, Baker, and Ward is, is a lot for you to give up. Oh, there's three starters right there. They're, they're starting tomorrow for your football team. Yeah, I yeah. mean, one's the number one overall pick. Uh, and uh, Ward, was Ward first round? He was a first rounder. <laughs> so that's two first rounders plus an additional two first rounders. And Hunt, who's, you know, pretty good as if, well. If, like, if, Cleveland, if Cleveland wasn't as close as they were, if Cleveland wasn't as – like, I, I think about this. They are – are her quarterback. Everyone's out for COVID. Uh, no wide receivers because Jarvis didn't really play. Odell gets traded. The Browns are a game away from making the playoffs. A game away from making the playoffs. They beat Pittsburgh. They're in. That's the crazy thing about it. Now put Deshaun Watson on that team. How much better do you think you, you would be? With, with him and, and, and Amari Cooper legitimately – um, I, I think, I think we can compete. Uh, the problem is, is what the chargers are doing. I don't know who the hell is going to beat the chargers because they, they have gone 
all in this this offseason. And they're looking to move their number one pick. They're they're looking to keep adding. If anything, and, and we know about the NFL being a copycat league. The Rams went all in. They won a Super Bowl. The Chargers are close. We know the Chargers are close. I still think the Chargers' biggest weakness, and this is where I'm going to let you two argue this one out, I still think the Chargers' biggest weakness is, is Herbert. I'm not sold on Herbert. I think he's very good. I think he's above average. I don't think he's Joe Burrow. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I still think Derek Carr is better than him. I think he's the worst quarterback in that conference. I think, I think in my opinion, it goes Mahomes, Carr, Wilson, Herbert. You are crazy if you think that to be true. A hundred percent my thought. No, yeah, I don't think cars before Wilson. I would put car before Wilson. No, car, right. car is number four in that division. Yeah, you think he's worse than Herbert? Car is number four in that division. You understand no. that Herbert Herbert threw for over 5,000 yards and like 37 touchdowns. You, if you give Derek Carr that, that offensive line, those offensive weapons, he'll do the same thing. Their offensive line, their offensive line was not that good. Herbert got sacked. More than two I did last and year. I don't think I don't think Derek Carr would get a sack as much because I think he's a smarter quarterback. He wouldn't hold the ball as long. I think he's better. It's Herbert's second year. Carr's been in the league for what seven years? And Carr has had nobody to throw to ever. He's had no running back, yeah. nobody to throw to. Big defenses. You guys had nothing. I mean, you're not going to get much argument from me, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Carr, yeah, uh, I'm not sold on Carr either. You know, and Herbert. Herbert's still up and coming. I think yeah. he's good, very good, uh, but it does depend on him. This this season depends on him because there's no reason, right? No in, reason in they clutch and clutch moments. People don't want to hear it. It's like clutch moments. He was a little shaky. You know, people. When you uh, say when you say people, do you have any names? No, <laughs> no, not, he not a me. name dropper. He means me. It's fine. Sorry, <laughs> fine. Listen, I. I'm good. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait because Corey's always saying, "Let let the let the time pass. Let them prove themselves. Let Tua get this whole team together to be Tua, and then let Herbert have the same amount of years and all this bunch of stuff." But I'm sorry, man. But I I still believe, and I know I know you guys always mock me for this, but there is such thing as the eye test. There is such a thing. And when you watch Justin Herbert play football, you know that that man is an NFL quarterback. When you watch Tua play football, he looks like a little boy that's lost on the field. I'm sorry. It's just it's just the truth. It's just the truth. Well, my, my eyes tell me they both missed the playoffs. That's for one. Um, well, no, second, it wasn't your eyes. It's just it happened. <laughs> no, his eyes showed him that both teams missed the playoffs. That's very accurate. And, and, and we – we must account for the fact that Tua came off a catastrophic injury that probably taken a while for him. I don't think he looks like a kid out there lost. I think he's labored a little bit in his first year and the second year he looked better. And now we have a full off season, a supportive staff. Um, hopefully some O-linemen can protect them because they were God awful last year. Well, we got, and, we got ready one ready and he's right. He was ranked 11 among guards last year, the best guard we had was ranked 36. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, oh. Oh. Well, that's an improvement. I mean, I hope I, and he's from the Cowboys. All Cowboy linemen are good. Everybody's but, leaving Dallas, by the way. <laughs> no one, the only people staying in Dallas are CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. <laughs> Those are the only uh, people staying. I'm, I'm still hoping Collins leaves 
uh, Dallas for Miami. Um, I want Collins, Aleo Collins, and I want Tyron Armstead. If we get those two, we can draft best player available, in my opinion, when it comes to the draft. I, I think we'll be set. Uh, I heard the Dolphins looking into uh, Van Der Esch, which I know he's he's injury prone. I know he's injury prone. We need an inside linebacker. We don't oh, have yeah. one. I, I I have been saying that forever. The Dolphins linebacking cores are weakest their weakest position. We well, we got Baker. Baker's a stud. But other than ba- other than Baker, we we need an inside linebacker. And Van Der Esch to me is a good option, but he reminds me a lot of Zach Thomas. Huh? He reminds me a little bit of Zach Thomas. He reminds me of Zach Thomas, but I think you're saying that more because they're both white, not because they're related. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so this, this is – and I'm, I'm dead, and it's the neck roll, too. The neck, the neck roll gets Jack, me. Jack Del Rio. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Del Rio. <laughs> but he reminds me, he reminds me of, of Brian Cushing. Remember that guy from, uh, from Houston? Yeah, but and Brian Cushing was – he was good. He was good, which Van Der Esch is good. Yeah. But these neck injuries, bro, they, there's, no way, there's no way of knowing that they're going to come – whether you're going to be able to come back for it. Now, look at Luke Keekley. His was concussion, but Van Der Esch has gotten a few concussions. He's got neck injuries. You just don't. You just don't know. You don't. You just don't know. And I, I feel like you're gonna have to pay the man. And I just, I just don't want the Dolphins to make a mistake of overpaying for a Van Der Esch and then him playing, you know, three games next year and then five the next year. You get me? I got you. All right, let's go over some of these because uh, we're we're gonna get into the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins free agency uh, signings because that's. That's obviously being a South Florida show. We're going to hit up there. So the, to end on with the Sean Watson, uh, four teams right now. He met Monday with two teams. He met with Carolina. He met with New Orleans. Uh, today he met with Cleveland, and it sounds like he will meet very soon with Atlanta. As more teams come, we'll obviously get into talks about that. Uh, a, a guy I like uh, is just committed career suicide, uh, CJ Uz- Uzama. Uh, he played great this year for Cincinnati. Fantastic. Got hurt late, right before the Super Bowl. Uh, wasn't a big part of the Super Bowl um, due to due to an injury. Uh, he just absolutely killed his career. He's going to the Jets. Um, he signs a three-year, twenty-four million dollar deal to now become non-existent. <laughs> money talks. Uh, yeah, he definitely gets money. Yeah, that, that's what that is. I mean, I don't know how you leave a situation where you could be with Joe Burrow to go to Zach Wilson. He's going to go from a Gronk-style tight end to a blocking tight end because that's all he's going to be able to do uh, with, <laughs> with the Jets. Uh, the Jaguars. This, this is a team we got to talk about because this team, I don't know what the fuck the Jaguars are doing in free agency. Uh, they're just spending money like it means absolutely nothing. I think I know what this is. This is a post celebration of being free of Urban Meyer. That's what they're doing. They're just like, we're just gonna fucking spend money because we're so happy Urban Meyer isn't here wasting money on Tim Tebow's. Um, so they go out, uh, they pick up Evan Ingram today. Uh, they gave him a one-year, nine million dollar deal that could get up to ten million dollars, but makes no dent compared to what the fuck the Jaguars were doing when they gave Kristen Kirk a four-year, eighty-four million dollar deal, making him the third highest wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, he wasn't even the third third best receiver. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. 
Um, I sent you guys the message. I said, um, I thought that Christian Kirk was going to be the second piece added to Cleveland. I thought Christian Kirk was going to go for a decent amount. I, I didn't think he was going to be cheap, cheap, but I didn't think he was going to be a four-year, $84 million wide receiver. I, I mean, you see how insulted Devontae Adams is? How could he not be? I'm signing a franchise now. Forget that. Could you uh, imagine De- Imagine DeAndre Hopkins going, what the fuck? I just played with this guy. <laughs> here's here's my thing. I think I think the Jaguars are going about it all wrong. I know that they I know that they drafted Trevor Lawrence, so they have to try to give they have to try to give Trevor Lawrence the players to succeed, right? But you sign Christian Kirk, you let go of DJ Shark. Yes, and then yes. after you let go of DJ Shark, then you let go of probably your best defensive player, other than their defensive yeah, lineman. Why like, is Miles Jack on now? Exactly. So you didn't pay. You didn't pay to keep those guys, but then you paid Christian Kirk twenty one million dollars a year. Listen, when they got when they signed Christian Kirk, I was like, oh, that's a lot of money. And then they let DJ Shark leave. I was like, why would you not have just given DJ Shark eighty four million dollars? They're the same player. <laughs> exactly, and they're and and they 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 got the other side solidified with with Marvin Jones, and then you got LaVisco Chenault. So it's like, why did you give Christian Kirk $21 million? Like, is he really the answer? Is he going to make Trevor Lawrence Joe Burrow? I don't know. If you're Marvin Jones, too, and you left Dallas, you left Detroit, right? You leave Detroit, you come to Jacksonville, you're the guy. No, you're not, dude. They just paid this dude $84 million. You're a fucking nobody now, man. If, if you pay that type of money uh, as, the, as the Jags, it has to be for a DK Metcalf or a, like the biggest, the biggest available receiver. Like you have to, you have to dish that type of money out to a big name. Uh, Christian Kirk, like it, that's not going to help. That's not going to help Trevor Lawrence. Let's put it this way. Amari Cooper signed a stupid contract with the Cowboys. That's why the Cowboys got rid of him. He's due $20 million. The Browns could do it. They can afford it. It's a one-year deal. They're fine with it. You just paid Christian Kirk. One million dollars more a year than Amari Cooper. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what I just don't know what's going through their minds. But at the end of the day, this is why people sit back, and this is why I always get pissed about the Dolphins because people sit back and people are looking going to look at the Jaguars and be like, they made all these moves. Why? Because they're the Jaguars. It's what they do, right? They do stupid shit that makes their team horrible every year. And 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 now that's I just don't want the Dolphins to fall into that, and they already have. Like nobody trusts in whatever the Dolphins, the Dolphins' uh, general manager is going to do. Nobody trusts in Greer, and I don't either. That's why I'm always texting back and forth with you guys of how disappointed I am. Because yeah, I want them to go after every free agent because I want somebody good. I'm happy with them this off season, but you know it hasn't been the case throughout the years. It's- and I've been I've been in the minority with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be solid. I don't think he's going to be this, um, you know, once in a lifetime type quarterback. But how can he be when they, they spend twenty one million dollars a year on Christian Kirk? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. They're not. They're not going to help him get any better with Christian Kirk as your number one. Christian Kirk as your number one. Let that sink in. <laughs> but he's not the number one. They paid him like a number one. They paid him. They paid him like like Cooper Cup is sitting in L.A. going, yo. I just won the triple crown. Oh, he makes that much. He's your number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
(laughs) Could you imagine being at Marvin Jones's house? All right. So Marvin Jones Jr. He's at home. He's the guy, right? He leaves Detroit. He's in Jacksonville. He's the guy. This is who they want to to help bring along Trevor Lawrence. He's sitting at home. He goes, all right, let's see what the team's going to do this year. We don't have Irvin Meyer to fuck things up. Oh, Christian Kirk, $84 million. God damn it. We fucked up again. (laughs) It has to be crazy to be the highest paid receiver on your team and probably the third best receiver on your team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I put Marvin Jones and and Chenault over. Uh, whatever, whatever. It's just, yeah, I put them over Kirk. It's it's insanity to me when I saw that number because I I was a hundred percent sold that Christian Kirk was going to come to Cleveland. There was no doubt in my mind. We Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, DPGA. Great that that is what Cleveland's looking for. That's what they're gonna do, and this way they can focus on that defense and and the and the draft and, and solidify the defense will be good, right? And then I saw eighty four million dollars, and I was like, thank God Barry didn't even ascertain because if we had two twenty million dollar wide receivers on the Browns team, I'd flip my shit because that yeah. means we can't pay anything at all for anything. I just I just want to know what happened with DJ Shark because by the way it's funny that Marvin Jones came over from the Lions and now DJ Shark leaves the Jaguars and goes and signs with the Lions. It's funny that happened. But other than that, the, you know, at the end of the day today, they also picked up Zay Jones. They picked up the guy from Oakland or Las Vegas now. Sorry. So I, I like Zay Jones. I like him. No, yeah, I get it. But you get, but you gave you gave up on DJ Shark. You didn't pay him, but. Then you bring Zay Jones over to uh, uh, going out to free agency to get another wide receiver. Like, what are they? Tr- they're just trying to get as many wide receivers as possible. You can only throw a ball to one of them. But they're getting they're getting wide receivers that are, oh, like, hey, you had three good fantasy games in your career. We're we're gonna pick you up. <laughs> and I think yeah. they paid Zay Jones pretty good too. I don't know how much they paid him, but I know that they picked him up. That's on. I, 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 I think he's getting. I think Zay Jones might get double digits per year. Uh, uh, he is. Yes, I, I think he's getting eleven ten million a year. Yeah, yeah, I think he's getting close to eleven. And you uh, let Shark go, and Shark yeah, signed yeah. for what one year, nine million or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the front office is terrible. Uh, the Chargers. We talked about the Chargers. They're they're they're. I mean, they are all in. They they get uh, Khalil Mack. Uh, today they get a big shutdown athletic defensive back. As uh, it looked like J.C. Jackson was going to resign. With New England, everything I read, he was going to go back to New England. Not so fast. He's headed all the way to L.A. Uh, he's going to get an $82.5 million deal. And if you remember, I think it was I think it was J.C. Jackson who was talking as soon as Christian Kirk got that uh, deal. He was like, yo, I'm going to work on my hands because obviously running backwards doesn't do anything for me. Uh, oh, no, that was uh, Darius Slay. Yeah, yeah. So. Great comment by Darius Slate. That that I mean, there's nothing more factual than that, uh, in 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 any sense of the imagination. Because, uh, once again, 84 million over uh, four years. Uh, that's crazy. But uh, J.C. Jackson, he gets 82 over five. Uh, this helps bolster that secondary. That's very impressive already in in, in Los Angeles. So uh, we we might see an L.A. Super Bowl maybe this year. Who who knows with the way that these two teams are stacked? Uh, I I. Pfft, I don't see how it couldn't be. Could you imagine? If, oh God, that'd be terrible for the NFL. Better not let that happen. <laughs> well, Herbert has to get to the playoffs first. 
So we'll, we'll see. We got to let Herbert get to the playoffs first. Then we'll talk about him going to the Super Bowl. I really want him to be successful. I got a bunch of his memorabilia, bro. I need it to be worth you need it. Yeah, you need it financially to, to, to pan out. <laughs> um, th- this one was uh, with the Dolphins. I like this move. I, I like I like this 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 a lot uh, with the Dolphins. Uh, they pick up Cedric Wilson. Um, Love it. Th- it. It just goes with the absolute exodus coming from Dallas. And this is because Mike McCarthy sucks. He sucks. Mike McCarthy is a terrible head coach. And if I was a player, I wouldn't want to play for Mike McCarthy. I think they were all excited. I thought they, the Dallas players thought um, that maybe Sean Payton would come this year. Uh, maybe Kellen Moore would take over for a year. Nobody wants to play for Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play for him. That's why he got fired. Mike McCarthy is a terrible head coach that won one Super Bowl. Thanks to Aaron Rodgers. That's it. He sucks. Um, so they, they re-up Michael Gallup for a stupid amount of money. Um, Michael Gallup gets $62.5 million over five years. It's not Christian Kirk money. It's not Christian Kirk money. Um, and if you're asking me how does Mike McCarthy suck if he's won a Super Bowl, uh, there's a lot of head coaches that won a Super Bowl that no longer are in the NFL because they're not good. Mike McCarthy's not good. He had Aaron Rodgers. He had a young Aaron Rodgers. That's why yeah. with Randall Cobb. Um, so, yeah, I don't – he sucks. Uh, the only reason – uh, the only reason he got the Dallas job is because Jerry Jones always wants a yes man, and he was a yes man. That's all it is. That's the reason. Exactly what it is. So if you're in the chat and you're asking how Mike McCarthy gets stuck, watch Mike McCarthy coach a football game. It's terrible. Has no no understanding for uh, – how can you say Aaron Rodgers is overrated? <laughs> Some blasphemy going on in the chat group saying that Aaron Rodgers is overrated. <laughs> yeah. The MVP is overrated? Yeah, you think see these Aaron Rodgers is overrated and Mike McCarthy's better. Uh, you can tell it's a Cowboys fan. Uh, so Michael Gallup doesn't get as much as Christian Kirk gets. Sixty-two point five million over five years for Michael Gallup. I don't know, man. Gallup's been kind of injury prone. He, he's a good number three, but now he's going to be the number two in Dallas. <sighs> Dallas is in a lot of trouble. That team is in a lot of trouble. Uh, when, when you allow a guy like Cedric Wilson to go away after you lose Amari Cooper to injury, you lose CD lamb to injury. Uh, and this kid shows up and shows out. And now he's going to go to Miami to play alongside the likes of um, he's, he's going to play along with, with uh, Oh my God. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Waddle and uh, um, Devontae Parker. There you go. Just Thank you. Yeah. He might not. Be, he might not play with Parker. Parker might be injured the whole year, so we're not sure. <laughs> Which is good because that seems when uh, Cedric Wilson tends to play very well. Uh, but I, I, I like this. I like this a lot, and it's it, he's going to be the number three option there. Um, he's he's going to, uh, you know, like I said, play behind uh, Waddle. He's going to play behind Parker. That's that's a lot of speed for Miami with two guys like Wilson. But Wilson's a pretty big body too. So uh, I like this move for Miami. I like this a lot. It gives it gives. Now, um, to attack of Viola, he's got depth. He's got a lot of depth now at wide receiver. He's got a very talented tight end in Mike Gusecki who can catch the ball. So uh, I like this move quite a bit for, for the Dolphins. He was nowhere on my radar because I thought there was no shot that Dallas would give let him go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I just, just seeing... I remember last year looking at Dallas games and I was like, who is this number one kid? And um, 
just for us to have him, like I'm, I'm excited about that. Him, him and Waddle, that's pure speed and uh, separation. That, that's the trouble we had: separation with our receivers. Um, so was hopefully, that, was that the trouble we had? Hmm? <laughs> was that the trouble that we had? The separation? Yeah, I mean, oh. we had the least. They, they said in the league we had the least amount of separation. Our receivers had the least amount of separation. So again, something that wasn't helping to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, mean, the worst old line, the receivers I'm, can't separate. No running game. Geez, with. No, I'm happy. I'm happy with the move. I I I liked I like Wilson. I saw Wilson just like you. He came out of nowhere for Dallas for me too. Like I, it was always the the Cooper and Ceedee Lamb show. And I was always rooting for CeeDee Lamb. The only reason that I watched the Cowboys was because of CeeDee Lamb was on my fantasy team. So I was, I was just rooting for CeeDee Lamb. But then watching Wilson just, just blow up and actually took the place ahead of CeeDee Lamb when, when they were playing. Like, he, he outplayed him. So I'm happy that he's a Dolphin now. And sucks for Dallas that he's gone from there. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy how much when Dallas goes eleven and five or eleven uh, eleven and six last year, um, to watch guys not go back there because Dallas has money. It's not like they can't they can't afford players, uh, and guys are just leaving. They're, they're they're willingly leaving that franchise. If you're telling me there's no way that Jerry Jones isn't trying to bring guys back. Um, we just got a, the, the angry Cowboys fan saying Wilson's going to suck in Miami. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet he thought he was great in Dallas. Though. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things, um, that you, you know, you, you just, you're just confused on what's going on with, with the Cowboys and why people, aren't wanting to get back to, uh, you know, to get back to Dallas. It doesn't make, you know, you look at the NFC East, it's not like the Giants got that much better. It's not like, um, I mean, Washington gets Carson Wentz. They should have stuck with him, honestly. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Washington's not getting, I mean, J.G. McKissick, he's gone. He's no longer in Washington. Um, so it's not like those teams have gotten that much better. The Eagles, I think, have gotten substantially better. I think they've done a lot of good things uh, this free agency so far. So really, it's it's a two-team race. And, you know, the Cowboys, if they didn't have, you know, they, they had money to spend. So I, I'm confused, like, why guys just want to get out of there so badly. I think, um, you know, the writing's just on the wall. They're, they're not that good. I, I, I say this a lot on the show week after week, and I'm glad, kind of glad we got a Cowboy fan in the chat room because he needs to hear this too. Um, <laughs> Cowboy fans are delusional. Um, every year they say we're going to the Super Bowl, and every year it's 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7, and seven, and they have so much talent. Always has the best O-line. They have Dak. They have C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper. They have talent. Oh, Diggs getting 11 interceptions. Why aren't you playing better than the talent that you have on your team? Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I, maybe Jerry Jones needs to let someone else be the GM. Maybe, maybe he, he needs to do that. Maybe he has too much power and he's too demanding. I don't know. 
but or, or hire a better coaching staff because they have the talent. But every year, they're middle of the road. Every year, every year, we're going. Dallas is going to the Super Bowl, and they either miss the playoffs or they their first round exit. Every year. Oh yeah. I, I looked up a stat, and I, I think I said this a month ago. And listen closely, Dallas fan. Since nineteen. 99, I think it was. Uh, Dallas and Miami has the same amount of playoff wins. No, since 95 or 96. The year after the year after the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl, the Dolphins and Cowboys have the same amount of playoff wins. We haven't been there much. <laughs> so, so that should tell you something. That's crazy. Uh, this this just came in at 10:03 this evening. Baker Mayfield tweets out. With many uncertainties, here's where my head and heart is. The past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing in, uh, and shared growing in the process through all the ups and downs. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I have had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can which is trusting God's plan throughout this process. Um, I have given this franchise everything I have, but it's something I've always done at every stage at every level, and that will not change where I take my next snap. Whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who are truly embraced who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story, and we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have in our lives. That oh, he's sounds like a quarterback that is not going to be with the Cleveland Browns at the beginning of this season. Nope. Sounds like nope. a goodbye letter. Houston, uh, once again, Deshaun Watson today met with the Cleveland Browns. You would assume after the meeting, if things went well, Deshaun would have some things he needs to clear up with the Browns and his agent. The Browns would have to clear up some trade stuff with, with the Texans. And at some point, Baker Mayfield was made aware that there's a very strong possibility that Deshaun Watson will be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns because you don't see Sam Darnold posting anything. You don't see uh, and 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 Carolina are signed back Cam Newton. You don't see anything from Cam Newton about not doing this. And and and, and Baker, out of all those quarterbacks, out of out of Darnold and and uh, uh, Cam. We don't know who the quarterback is. What's the running back they have in in uh, in, in New Orleans that plays quarterback? Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Taysom Hill. Yeah. You don't see Taysom Hill releasing anything like this. So maybe, maybe he read the same um, source or article that I read before coming on tonight. I, I read that even if Cleveland doesn't trade for Watson. They may trade Baker anyway. I don't think he gets traded this year. I, I don't. In it, 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 it would have to. It would have to be for somebody they absolutely feel can get them to the Super Bowl. And I only think there's one guy right now that that you can look at that can get Cleveland there because once again, when you look at the Chargers, when you look at um, the Chiefs. Uh, Denver's done a lot. Denver's done a lot of good things. I I can't see a guy outside of Deshaun Watson this season. 
I can't see a guy outside of Deshaun Watson. Now, if you were to say next season, is is Baker Mayfield done in Cleveland? I think so. I think when you get to the point of looking for another guy, uh, I, I I think it's I think it's done. I, I think Baker's done in Cleveland because you can't pay him that kind of money. Uh, you know, he's he's grown every year up until this year. But when you make when you make that t- when you make that tweet. I think it's done. Yeah, I I agree with you. That sounds like Corey said. It sounds like it sounds like a goodbye a goodbye tweet. Because if you're if you're if you're in that locker room, right, or, or you're a fan of Cleveland, and he's putting that out now, after after tweets and stuff about him working out, getting back in shape, he looks good. Um, I I I don't think he's coming back. I think this Deshaun Watson trade um, is done. I think Allen Robinson, if, if, if Corey, what you said about him reaching out to, it was Allen Robinson and who else? Will Fuller. His hand is probably magically healed now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think if Allen Robinson's going back to Chicago, which is a very strong possibility that they're going to spend a lot of money to bring him back. Uh, and Allen Robinson's old. You know, well, how old is Allen Robinson? 33, 34? Is he that old? I, I don't. I, I think, think he's that. I I, I got to look up Allen Robinson's age. I think because I, I know he's one of the older wide receivers on uh, the market. Thirty three, thirty four sounds way too old. I would I would guess twenty nine. That's based off of nothing. All right. So Allen Robinson, uh, like this is from the thirteenth. I don't know if the Browns are going to be drawing interest in him now. It says the Chiefs are interested in Allen Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson. Oh no, I was way off. Jesus, uh, Allen Robinson is only twenty eight. Uh, yeah. Way off. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Darius Leonard makes a pitch for Allen Robinson and Stephen Gilmore. The the only reason getting back on Cleveland real quick. The only reason I can't see them getting Watson is normally a big name. You want to trade them out of the conference altogether. Um, because you know you may face them in the playoffs. You know you try to get. I, I don't first, think Houston. First, I don't first, think Houston. First, no one's in the division. You know you, you don't want I, anybody. In the I don't. Nah, think, I, I don't think Houston is looking at Cleveland going. We're going to see him relatively soon. I I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that things are going to be in the in the playoffs anytime soon. Yeah, I if I'm Houston, and, and the only team that Houston denied. Um, a, a, a tr- the ability to talk to Deshaun Watson um, is uh, is is the Colts. The Colts were the only team that were denied uh, the ability to talk to Deshaun Watson. But look at Seattle. Do they really think they're going anywhere without Wilson? They still got him out the conference. But they got a haul, man. They, I mean, it's not like they they got a haul. Like if if Cleveland's offering what what's said to be offered. I mean, you just solidified three positions for a long time. You, okay, I mean, so so they might feel they they have a chance, right? Who, Baker, no, saying saying Houston. Um, no, I I don't think they have a chance this season or next year. They still have quite a lot of pieces to build around. Uh, I I I think it's a little different sending him to the AFC North than you know a team like the Colts needing him, I, you know, when, when a team gives you that kind of haul, when Cleveland's like, we're going to give you a number one running back. 
we're going to give you another a number one corner. We'll give you Baker, and then we'll also give you two number ones. That's a pretty damn good haul. It is. It is. Yeah, I I would pull a trigger on that if I was Houston immediately. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be talking. And they're all yeah. cheap. They're all cheap because you're not going to have to pay Baker. That's a great thing about taking Baker. You you he's gone next year anyways. Unless he's great for you, Baker's on his fifth year. That's it. You're getting Kareem Hunt. You're getting Kareem Hunt dirt cheap. You're getting you're getting Denzel Ward dirt cheap. And, I mean, and the, Cleveland, the, go for it. The the wild card in this whole thing though is still the no trade clause because uh, Houston could come to Deshaun Watson and say, "Look, Cleveland's offering us everything," and he's like, "Well, I want to go to Atlanta." Yeah. And what you're going to do? <laughs> because yeah. if he doesn't waive it for Cleveland, then then you can't strike the deal. Well, yeah. I think he's got to be careful with that, too, because Aaron and I were talking before we got on the air, and we th- we think that he'll get stuck in Houston. Like, I, I, I could see a scenario where if he tries to play that card and tries to play the, I'm going to go to Atlanta. What, what are you going to do about it? I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't care how much how much you're getting from from Cleveland. He'll get, he'll get stuck in Houston. Like, what's stopping Houston from just keeping him on the bench for another year? Yep. You think they'll pay him that money for another year? If, if they're, listen, That's a if, lot of money. If they have the cap, okay, if they have the cap, like, in all honesty, if they have the cap, sit his ass because he's going to decrease his value. He's going to decrease. I think the GM would get fired if he, he, he sits him another year and pays him $38 million or whatever he's getting this year. That's that's a lot. One year, okay. Two but what do you get? What do you get from Atlanta? Like if he's gonna if he's gonna strong cap you for Atlanta, and you're getting nothing in return. Like if every other NFL team knows, we don't legit. In reality, we have no shot at him. Like Houston, uh, it, it, you know, is is stuck, and you have you have guys like Cleveland and and Carolina, and the Jets. I heard the Jets made an offer of Zach Wilson and and, uh, and three first rounders and, and two second rounders. And uh, New Orleans, you have all these teams offering the house. If, 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 uh, let's say hypothetically, if Atlanta's offering you three first round picks, three second round picks, oh, you take it. Oh, you take it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's, if that, if that's, if that's what you're getting, all right. I, I I mean, I I think if they get any, uh, amassed package of, uh, three first rounders, they're going to take it. They're going to take it. So, but, you know, if, if Atlanta realizes, all right, well, your dude wants to come here, he's not going to wave for anybody else. We'll give you two first rounders and we'll give you Matt Ryan. Like, what do you do then if you're Houston? I don't know the details on the, con- I don't know the details on the contract for, for Matt Ryan, but with how many years he's been in the league and, and his level of quarterback, of, of quarterback play, uh, he doesn't have a no trade clause. Because I'm, he may, he may also have one, because right. I, I don't see, I don't see him wanting to go to, wanting to end his career in Houston. No, who does? Who does? That ownership's terrible. Uh, no idea what they're doing. They, they say, uh, reports say that if they pull off a trade with Atlanta and and Matt Ryan's not involved, they're sending them to Indianapolis, which he would welcome the end yeah. of his career. I would too. If I was him, I'd want to play with Pittman. I think Pittman's going to be a stud. Not only that, but how many times did he get sacked this year? And he would go 
that to being behind one of the best offensive lines in football. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I just think that Atlanta, if, if Atlanta meets with Deshaun and he makes it very clear, this is where I want to go. I want to go home. I want to play with the Falcons. It's been a dream of mine. Everybody's out, right? So Cleveland's out. New Orleans is out. Carolina's out. They, they, they know now. Like, we have no shot at this guy. They're taking all their holes because, remember, they're, they're throwing everything at him because they want to be the team that takes him because it sets you up with a very young quarterback who's extremely talented for a long time with very little injury problems. And they know they have no shot at him. Why would Atlanta offer the goods? I mean, I know Atlanta has to, and this is smart, buy the Texans. You go, you need to give us your trade package in order for us to allow you to talk to him. Now, Atlanta hasn't been granted the ability to talk to him yet. Let's remember that. There's only been three teams who have talked to him. Atlanta is, is listed as a dark horse. They have not had the ability to talk to Deshaun Watson yet. Yeah, they have to present a package. Yeah, so they they're, if, they're, not even a de- they're not even a possibility yet. I know. I mean, I, 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 just, I just see it because the reality is he did this last year. I'm only playing for the dog. That's it. I'm only waving it for the dog. And look what happened. He's, he didn't get traded. Because yep. he he couldn't go where he wanted to go. Well, because two. Is, I don't think they're doing that. Well, it's because, it's because I don't think he's fantastic. Yeah, but you can't you can't look. You, <laughs> we we knew he wasn't going to replace Tua because I mean Tua is a future Hall of Famer. So he's the no, he's the next San Marino. That's I mean, what you got to. No, don't insult Tua because Tua is going to win a Super Bowl or or a few Super Bowls. So don't <laughs> out there you, out there you insult Tua. All right. If you're going to replace Chris, you need to think like Chris. All right. You need to understand that Tua is the greatest quarterback to ever play football. Oh, I didn't know Chris thought that he was the greatest quarterback to ever Tua play. Tua does no wrong. Okay. If you're going to fill oh, in for like Chris, Chris and Corey Long. If, like if you're going to fill in for Chris, you need to realize the Dolphins make no mistakes. There's nothing but Miami bias. And Tua is the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football. Uh, you're not getting that. You're not getting that from me. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I was hoping and praying that Deshaun Watson they pulled the trick on Deshaun Watson last year. The oh, only yeah. thing, the only thing that was holding me back was the uncertainty of his legal issues. But if they, if they, I have a feeling that if these legal issues would have gone away last year, that Stephen Ross would have pulled the trigger, would have told them to pull pull the trigger on on Watson. Yeah. I don't think oh, I, I agree on that. I don't think he would have been this raw because all of a sudden he's become this raw, raw cheerleader for Tua. Tua could do no wrong all of a sudden for, for Steven Ross and, and Greer. And I just, I don't know where, it, I don't know where it came from. Not saying that they're wrong. Maybe he ends up being a great quarterback. Like it is what it is. We don't, we really don't know, but, but I, I just, I just don't see where the whole, how, how is somebody like an owner and a general manager who hold the position that they hold, gonna all of a sudden just just do a, a, a complete 180 and, uh, and he will do a 180 according to him according to him when brian flores left the building brian flores was the one who wanted to uh, that uh greer and, and steve ross yeah but when he left steve ross put that shit all on brian flores and then flores sued his ass <laughs> well let's see if he gets any money um so that came from baker uh, the Bears, they they're gonna. I love this move by the Bears because you get rid of Cleo Mack, 
You get a guy a little bit cheaper. Uh, he's not as good as Khalil Mack, but he's very good. I like Nicholas Morrow. He he was very good for the Raiders last year. Um, so he he's going to fill that void of um, Khalil Mack. So the Bears got killed for, for that trade. They spent a lot to to give Khalil Mack to to the to, to the Chargers, but I I like Nicholas Morrow. I think he's very good. I think it's 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 going to be a nice filler uh, for Khalil Mack. Uh, on that end, uh, the Ravens, this one doesn't make me happy at all. Uh, they went out, they, they, they signed uh, Morgan Moses. He was with the jets last season. He's a, he's a very good offensive tackle. Um, and, and look, uh, the Ravens that were a mess on the offensive line last year, an absolute mess. Uh, so, uh, that, that gives them some help. I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, Brandon Robley. He uh, he's going to sign with the with the Saints. I don't know how the Saints are doing that um, because they have no money. Uh, so uh, the Saints agreed with an extension on him. Uh, da, 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 da. He was he was potentially a cat. He was it, like I said, I thought they were going to get cut because he was uh, he was due 10 million. Uh, so. They, they're going to renegotiate his, his, his uh, contract to spread out the cap. So good for him. He, he stays with the team that has no money. Uh, let's see if anybody big here. Nope. No quarterback. Yeah, I'm trying to see if anybody. Do, 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 do. Uh, Deontay Foreman, he's, he's going to Carolina for a year. That's not a big deal. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. He's signing a two-year deal with the Giants. Um, if you're if you're Daniel Jones, that's good news for you because uh, we all know that Tyrod Taylor will always lose his job to a young quarterback. Uh, it tends to be what he does. Uh, so he lost his job to Baker and to Herbert, and he should have lost his job to Davis Mills because Davis Mills outperformed him. Uh, so if you're Tyrod Taylor. You lose your job to young quarterbacks, and uh, Daniel Jones is still a young guy. So, uh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor, the backup in, in well, New York. Tyrod Ty Taylor lost his job to Herbert because the doctor tried to kill him, right? It doesn't yeah. matter how he lost his job. If you're a young quarterback, <laughs> Tyrod Taylor signs your team, get prepared to start because he's not going to play. <laughs> it doesn't matter how it happens. It just happens. Uh, let's see if anybody else, uh, da, 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 da. that's not Jordan Hicks is good, but that's not a big deal. Uh, Levi Wallace was pretty good. Uh, when he was with the bills, I thought Levi Wallace was a decent player. Uh, this one hurts again as he, he is going to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, four mil a year for him. He's a pretty decent player. I like him. I like uh, well. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, a, he's, he's one of those guys that, uh, is pretty good. Uh, Brian Brian Balaga, uh, this one was weird, right? That he's 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 released, but the, it frees up ten point seven million for for him uh, for the Chargers, and they need that money because they're signing everybody. But that's a really good offensive lineman. If you're the Dolphins, you you probably want to take a look at that. Um, to me, he's kind of old and broken. Well, he's old, but I still think he's 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 a value. Uh, well, if the Chargers are going all in, I don't I don't see why they would release him. Yeah, um, yeah. it has to be some warts that he has, and I think it's he's he's well, that he's he's old and he's worth ten. He, they they owed him ten point seven mil. <laughs> I could have restructured. 
Yeah. But uh, I, I think he's I think he's missed quite a few games over the last three years. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Well, we didn't yeah. talk about this yet on the show. We didn't talk about this yet on the show. We're bringing up what the Bucks did. Um, if you haven't heard, then you clearly aren't even alive. Uh, Tom Brady is back from retirement. Like, I don't understand how it could be a retirement when he came back before the season started and he left when the season was over. So there's really nothing to do. So he retired, but he's not retired. Uh and he and this this could go back to the Dolphins because it was rumored that uh, Brady was going to come into Miami with Sean Payton. Sean Payton was going to be the coach of the Dolphins. Brady was going to come in as a, an executive um, right before all of this Brian Flores nonsense happened. Uh, yeah. It sounded like Brady was going to buy uh, into the Dolphins organization, that he was going to be a partial owner. Oh, um, so there was all this talk about that. And the Brian Flores news hit. Uh, and Brady and Sean Payne said, fuck that. We're out. <laughs> uh, so Brady's back. He's with the Bucks. Uh, he will quarterback. I, I have a feeling that Brady at some point will buy a part of this Dolphins team because uh, one of his buddies is very interested in actually buying the team from Stephen Ross. Uh, the Bucks. I'm so mad at Flores for not meeting him on the yacht. Yeah. Could you imagine how different the Dolphins would be if Tom Brady would have been their quarterback? Because that was the year we drafted Tua. We wouldn't have had to draft Tua. Correct. We still would have had three three first round picks and one and not have to use it on the quarterback. And the biggest fuck you to, to Bill Belichick. That yeah. he had to face Tom Brady twice in a Dolphins jersey. Thanks, Flores. Do you understand how amazing <laughs> that would have been? Because Dan loves Tom Brady. Tom and Dan get along well. Like you would to see. Imagine seeing that at Dolphins games on Sunday. Dan Marino chilling with Tom Brady. That'd be, pre- that'd be pretty awesome, man. The best thing about it is that there would be no tool in sight. <laughs> <laughs> if there'd be no tool in sight. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how, how much of that. I don't know how much of that is true. I know it came out afterwards. Oh, but... it's very true. It's very true. You really think so? You think that 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 because that Tom Brady the, still has interest in buying the Dolphins, he still has interest in being a partial owner of the Dolphins. Well, he's always he's been linked with the with the Dolphins forever, but yeah. it's it's just one of those things. One of those things where I, I don't know he he ran away too quick. I I think that I think that he knew that he was going to come back, and I think that he that that would have been no something no. I think I think I think he had every expectation of being like he's very good friends with Sean Payton, and they're all they all get along. Payton and and. Uh, uh, um, uh, Jesus, the owner of the Dolphins. Uh, uh Ross. Ross. There we go. Ross Flores. Uh, Ross. No, not Ross and Flores. <laughs> Ross Brady and, and Sean Payne. They're all they're all chummy with each other. And and trust me, all Stephen Ross cares about is driving up the value of the Dolphins. So when he sells them, he makes a ridiculous amount of return on his investment. And uh, I I honestly think that it was going to be Sean Payne. And that's why I don't think that the Dolphins landed. Uh, well, no. The Dolphins got screwed by Brian Flores because I think it was going to be Sean Payton and Brady coming in. And then when they ran for the hills, he was like, all right, I could still get um, the, uh, uh, Harbaugh. And then Harbaugh said, no, 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 no. Not Harbaugh, me. Right. Harbaugh said, not me, buddy. You're being cornered as a racist. I'm staying away from that. Yeah. I don't I don't know how much I believe the, the whole Brady buying into the Dolphins and Peyton coming. I I fully believe the yacht 
Philly. <laughs> that that's what I believe. I I I fully believe Peyton from day one. I said here on the show that Peyton is going to Dallas after a year. He will be. Uh, he's taking a year off and going to Dallas. Because somehow Jerry um, Jones is impact the racist. Only misogynist, but not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he would have flirted with the Dolphins, got himself into a situation with the Dolphins, and then he couldn't end up with Dallas. Um, I don't believe that part. But the yacht, yeah. Because we remember months ago when the story came out that Brady said to a certain team, you picking that guy over me? And talking about Fitzpatrick. Yep. Like, you know, so it was just again. Thanks, Floyd. <laughs> uh, but the reason we bring that up is uh, the the Bucks are doing everything to protect Tom Brady this season. Uh, so they re-signed Jensen, the the center. Uh, they just went out. They brought in a uh, Shaq Mason uh, from the Patriots. So uh, same thing. Uh, just like everybody's running from uh, the the Cowboys, everybody's running from the Patriots because they ain't signing nobody. Uh, this was a good one too. Uh, the Jets they bring in Jordan Whitehead. I once again I don't know why Jordan Whitehead is leaving the Buccaneers, but he's leaving. He had a very good uh, uh, run, especially during that Super Bowl. Uh, so he will go to the Jets to die with uh, with uh, Zama. Uh, nothing good here. Uh, the. Once again, the Saints, they have to readjust uh, Marcus Davenport, who's, who's a very talented player. They have to readjust him. Uh, he was supposed to get uh, converted. They converted $8 million of his $9.53 million base salary to create six point four. I mean, they are. The, the Saints have to do everything in their power to try to find money because they, there is no money. Uh, yeah, they were like something like $45 million over the cap, something ridiculous like that. So they have to change all their contracts to signing bonuses for this year, right. <laughs> just to get under, just to get under the cap. Uh, Bobby McCain, uh, former Dolphin, he is headed to uh, the Commanders. Back to the Commanders. <laughs> Back to the Commanders. Uh, he he gets a two-year, eleven million dollar um, uh, salary. Uh, Russell Gage. Good uh, for so- him. We don't miss him, by the way. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> we got we got Javon Holland. Uh, yeah. Russell Gage, he he had like one good year in Atlanta. Uh, he's he's headed to the Bucks, and where Tom Brady will make him look like uh, he's he's. What will happen is Tom Brady will make Russell Gage look like the money spent on Kirk Cousins or, or Kirk Chris and Kirk. Christian Kirk, yeah. yeah. Kirk. <laughs> I just don't. Looking at that, I didn't even know that signing had happened. Who the hell is Matt Ryan going to throw to? It's all day. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Eighty-five targets. It doesn't matter because the Falcons. I'm not going to allow him to catch anything. But the Falcons have understood this. The Falcons have understood that they they need help because they're not going to be throwing touchdowns. So they extended uh, Young Hoo So if you're a fantasy football player, pick up Young Hoo <laughs> really early in your fantasy football drafts because they just extended their kicker, knowing damn well that Young Hoo uh, is probably going to be the number one scorer in the NFL. So uh, I'm, drafting, I'm drafting Pitts first overall in my fantasy. He's getting 290 <laughs> targets. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, James White, he is staying uh, in New England. He gets re up there. Uh, Dolphin fans, Eldon Roberts, he is back with the Dolphins on a one year, $3.25 million contract. 
Uh, yeah, the, the, the I liked it. So this is one of the moves that I liked probably more than anything. Uh, this free agency is that J.D. McKissick, like we said, he's no more with the commanders. He's with he's with the Bills and we know the Bills have been trying to find a run game. He's a big bodied bruising wide re- uh, running back. I love this signing for, for Buffalo. Yeah, but I got a question for you on that. If you bring in McKissick, who who's losing the touches, Singletary or Moss? I think Moss is done. I think Zach Moss, Moss is done. I think he was, Singletary, he, he was really disappointing for them last year. I thought they were thinking that there was going to be a lot more coming from Moss, and and he he was crap basically yeah. last year. I mean, you. I you, think you, the, yeah, go go. I think the I think the late season resurgence of Singletary. Yeah. He looked good in the playoffs. He looked very yeah. good in the playoffs, Singletary. I mean, even if, that if, Chiefs he, game, if he had stayed non-productive, it might have been Singletary out. Yeah, but, but I, I, I think, think he yeah. himself. I think it's a McKissick Singletary backfield next year, um, because JD McKissick catches. I mean, he's he was great with the Commanders. I know he was the number two behind Gibson, so you could afford to get rid of McKissick. But that was a really good one-two punch uh, in 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 Washington. I I very much like this McKissick and uh, Singletary. The problem is they're both a little fumble prone. So we'll see what happens there because that could be the Achilles heel is how much the two of them fumble. Um, this guy, we talk, we obviously we're all in the same fantasy football group. Uh, there was a very good uh, uh, message by one of our, our, our uh, members in our fantasy football group. Chase Daniels still in the league, still playing football and might have just won himself a Super Bowl ring because he is. Well, no, he's got one already with the Chiefs, right? Uh, he's got he's got a Super Bowl yeah. ring with the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, so uh, no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't because the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl was the year that uh, uh, Chad Henney was the quarterback. Oh, that's like that. Started those couple of games, I think yep. it was that, and he won them both games or something. Mahomes was out for a while when he had that scary, that scary injury at the goal line when he tried to do that quarterback sneak. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, but he was with the he was with the Chiefs when they were doing really good. But Chase McDan- Chase Daniel, the Missouri quarterback, uh, he is still in the NFL, still making a lot more money than you'll ever make in your life, uh, as he he's never played a start in in the NFL. Uh, he's uh, on a one year deal, two point two five million dollars. Um, this one this guy's is, agent is super. I, to keep him in the league and never have to play. That's amazing. Uh, the, I, I am upset about this one, um, but th- this dude got paid. Uh, Marcus Williams, he is now with the Ravens. Um, he's going to sign a five-year, $70 million contract with the Ravens. Uh, man, he's, he's very good. Um, so this one, uh, th- this one hurts a little bit. So. I like this. I like this pickup for the Ravens. The Ravens are doing good things. I mean, they could be back to the top of the uh, AFC North. Um, that's if Deshaun Watson isn't a Cleveland Brown tomorrow. They could be in top in top of the division all they want with with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. I hold on. Think- you need to learn. We do not reference him as a quarterback on this show. We referenced Lamar Jackson exactly what he is. He's a running back that plays every snap out of the Wildcat. Okay, well, well, I, I was I was getting to the point where he's a glorified running back that plays quarterback. No, no, no. he's not glorified. He is a running back. <laughs> Absolutely, a running Got back. It. 
the he's games they won last year is because he was, yes. they won their games yeah. last year because he ran the football, not because he was throwing the football. There was what no play where he won a game throwing the football when he beat the Chiefs because he ran the football. The games that they won close because he ran the football. He doesn't win games throwing the football. And he only throw. And when he does throw, he only throws to one person and one person only. And that's Mark Andrews. He doesn't throw to anybody else. Oh, I thought you were going to say the ground. <laughs> well, if it's not Mark Andrews, it's the ground. It's right. But but a quarterback or a glor or running back, I don't even know what to call him anymore. Um, they that just that type of offense just doesn't win doesn't win in the playoffs in my my opinion. So I I I think that he could be at top of the division all he wants every year, and they're just they're just going to fail in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one Aaron's was not a fan. If you haven't, that was ugh, terrible. Uh, this one was awesome. I don't know if you guys saw the story as it unfolded today. This was one of my favorite stories from today. Uh, so the, the tweets come out, the Cowboys even tweet this out, welcoming back Randy Gregory. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. look, I, I am happy when Joe Munger suffers, there's nothing greater in the world. Than, than watching Munger just not have a good life. Um, but the fact that Randy Gregory went to the, the Broncos, I'm okay with because I hate Cowboy fans more than Joe Munger. Um, so the fact that the Cowboys tweet this out, they're, they're 100% positive Randy Gregory's coming back next year, and he's not because he's siding with the, with the Broncos. <laughs> and, and I said earlier, the fans are delusional. Even their social media crew is delusional. They, they think he's coming back and he's really not. Like, oh my God. That, that's just a. I'll never call them America's team. That's an insult. I, to I thought we agreed that the Steelers were America's team. Like, I could have <laughs> swore that that's what it is. Else, yeah. Yeah. So, that, to me, that was the best story uh, of, of the entire. Um, uh, of of today's today's signings, uh, da, 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 that's not a big signing. Do do do. This is just the the. All right, so let's here we go. Uh, this is about Deshaun Watson to uh the Falcons um here on ESPN. Uh, da, 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 the Atlanta Falcons have emerged as a sleeper team in the pursuit of Houston Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson. Uh, league sources told ESPN the Falcons joined the Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and Cleveland Browns as teams that ha- have met or are interested in trading for Watson. Okay, so the only team that is interested in trading for Watson that hasn't met him is the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons say that uh, all options are open, but it's not going to be easy. A Falcon source said regarding a potential Watson trade, another source described the Falcons as a long shot to land Watson. However, the team has still not met with Watson, but could have the chance to persuade him in, in person. I don't know how they're going to persuade him if they don't get granted a chance to actually trade for him. Uh, Charles... Wow. I don't understand why he said yes to go in there. Oh, yeah. well, just just because I get the whole hometown thing, but that team is going to take years before they become yeah. an. Um, the Lions they resign uh, defensive end Charles Harris. I like this. Charles Harris is pretty damn good. Uh, he gets two years, fourteen mil, seven million. That's a pretty pretty decent uh, move for him. Uh, Charles Harris, you said? Uh, yeah, Charles yeah. Harris. Yeah, he's not that good. Stop it. I like Charles Harris. I think he got a decent. He's decent. The one, the one that was drafted by the Dolphins. He played well in, in Detroit last year. He did play well in Detroit last year. That, that's like that's like Kevin Love in Minnesota. There's no other option. 
We got it. Somebody got it. it has to shine. Bubbles got team in fact. I thought he had a pretty good year in Detroit. I thought I think seven million two years. That's a good deal. Yeah, he had a good year compared to what he did uh, in the league thus far. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, which, which is anything. He, he could have had three sacks in his. Uh, this one, this one came as a surprise to me, uh, a big surprise. Um, as the Browns released uh, J.C. Trotter, uh, he just got reelected as the representation for the players in the, uh, as president of the players' union. Um, he's very good. He, he was a little injury prone last year, but it frees up eight point two eight point two million dollars, and it happened later in the day. After the Browns were probably meeting with Deshaun, this could be a thing to free up some salary to get Deshaun into Cleveland and still have money to make some moves. Very surprising. He had some injuries, but it's very it's it, it's it's very peculiar when you're the number one offensive line in the NFL and you release a player. So, um, and once again. J.C. Trotter was the center. This is the guy who communicates with Baker Mayfield. So Baker yeah, Mayfield. That was, that, that was very, very disrespectful of the Browns to uh, get rid of a guy who the last four years, even though he had injuries, he never missed the start. Um, and he's the president of the NFL Players Association. Now he's jobless. Well, <laughs> how, how dare the Browns? Well, they probably don't want him in the locker room snitching on the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Deshaun getting hand jobs from multiple women. We have to discuss this. <laughs> He's very I'll aggressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, when when Deshaun wants it, though, I do what you gotta do. Uh, the Dolphins. Uh, this was a really good signing. I, I saw a lot of Dolphin fans happy about this one. Um, once again, mass exodus from the Cowboys. Uh, Connor Williams. He will sign with the Dolphins. He's going to do a two-year uh, contract, $14 million total, seven and a half uh, per year, uh, fully guaranteed. So his contract is guaranteed uh, for the two years. Uh, look, we know the Dolphins' offensive line is at a weak point. Uh, you get a guy who played very well in Dallas. Uh, it's very hard to protect such a bad quarterback like Dak Prescott. Uh, so for <laughs> me, I, I like the signing for Miami. I think this is a start of something good and, and and we talked about this Corey um, and I think we talked about this too Ben um, Miami hasn't made a splash like they haven't gone out and gotten a big player and Corey you made a reference that you thought Miami would have traded for Amari Cooper but the Browns beat him to it um, the best I, I think this is the best signing they have so far like I like the Wilson uh, move at wide receiver but I think this Connor Williams is a great move for Miami, especially for the price. Yeah, I thought it would have went for more. I thought it would have commanded more money. So I'm I'm very happy with the amount of money um, that we spent on him. Uh, the biggest move for the Dolphins for me was re-signing Ogba. Uh, that was the biggest move so far uh, uh, for me. And I did think we would – I thought we would sign Amari Cooper. I thought he would get released. Uh, but you guys went in and traded for him. I, did, I, I didn't think we'd trade because of that $20 million. Uh, that he's holding, but I thought we would have signed him as a free agent and maybe get a hometown town discount, things of that. Thing. But yeah, Agua is the big name for me. But yeah, Connor Williams is second for me because he comes from that great O line, and uh, we definitely need that. 
I know Vinny's excited about that because it means that his favorite quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, will have some time in the pocket to throw. I just I'm excited about getting Williams because the excuses the excuses for Tua are going to be few and far between if we keep on shoring up a shoring up the offensive line and and I, I think the big splash is still yet to come. To be honest, I think that we're going to get a big a big offensive lineman that's still out there. I think that that's where 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 we're we're trending towards. They're taking steps in the right direction. I think they already yesterday they they picked all the little pieces like Edmonds and Wilson, and they got those things out of the way because it does fill certain spots for us. But I still think I still think that they don't. I think there's a certain doubt in them that they don't trust themselves with these. Let's pick an offensive lineman out of college and and build them up. I think that's that's they've fallen flat, flat on their face the past few years when it comes to that. So I think the big splash is still coming when it comes to offensive line. All right. Uh, this one was a big shock uh, to, I, I think, everybody uh, today. Uh, the Jaguars, they got rid of um, uh, uh, of Miles Jack. I don't get that <laughs> at all, even a little bit. I just, just to give you the statistics, Miles Jack led the Jaguars in tackles last season, 108, and he still missed two games because of COVID. Led their team, missed two games, and he gets released because they gave $84 million fucking dollars to, <laughs> to Christian Kirk so they can't fucking pay him. He probably saw that and goes, where's my money? Where's my goddamn money? It's unbelievable. So I would assume, uh, now that Miles Jackson was released today, I, I would have to assume the bidding war is going to be absolutely astronomical for him. I, 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 he plays a very important position as, as, a, as a linebacker. Um, just, jeez, uh, it, it's, it's crazy. I, and I like how ESPN words it after Monday spending spree. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get why some moves are made. Like Miles Jack. I'm sure on that Jacksonville roster, you could have found someone else to shed shed money from. Like if you need if you needed money, yeah. like you get rid of Miles Jack. Like, ugh. I mean, but then again, you signed uh, Christian Kirk to that money, so you know the people running this thing isn't <laughs> isn't quite all there. They needed so. they needed roster they needed roster spots for wide receivers. It just it really was <laughs> like I I. I God, you get rid of Urban Meyer, you're like, all right, Urban Meyer can't coach. Then you bring in all, a new, like, GM, and you're like, all right, maybe this will work. Nope, nope, no fucking clue what they're doing in Jacksonville. Like, there's no idea what, what, what – they run a better promotion for professional wrestling than they do for football. <laughs> they have used that football field better <laughs> in AEW than they have for the, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, you get the number one quarterback. And the guy that could be sensational, Trevor Lawrence, and he looks worse than Davis Mills. Like I have more faith in Davis Mills right now than I do in Trevor Lawrence. And it's, be and it's not because of Trevor Lawrence. It's because he has nobody in that organization knowing what the hell they're doing. I'm just thinking about it now. Could this be an accurate statement? Did the Jacksonville Jaguars receiving court get worse? Yeah. Than last year? Yeah. Like Christian Kirk is nice when he's your third wide receiver. That's crazy. They spent a boatload of money on the receiving court, and it possibly got worse. Nope, they didn't spend a buttload on the receiving court. They spent a buttload on one human being that I think everybody in the NFL, when they saw him get eight point eighty-four million dollars, go, "Who the fuck is his agent? 
And why isn't he representing me? Like everybody <laughs> called their agent and goes, yo, why am I not getting paid this money? That's got to be it, right? That has to like if you're if your agent hasn't gotten you eighty four million dollars to be the third best person on your your specific position. I want my eighty four million dollars. That's the craziness. That's crazy. It is. It's crazy. They've they've way overspent, and then they how many wide receivers do you do you honestly need on your team? Like they're they they're trying they're trying to give all the weapons that they can to Trevor Lawrence, and and I I kind of I kind of get it, but you're not going to be you're going to have to score fifty points a game to win, and that that's just not going to happen because he's no. he's not gonna be on the field enough. I mean, if you're if you're if you're uh, uh, the head coach they signed from uh, from Philadelphia. Peterson? Uh, Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug, yeah, if you're Doug Peterson, are you going to the GM going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what what, <laughs> what are you doing? I need a team that can win. Like, like what are you giving me? Like, who they don't, who is their GM? Doesn't, doesn't Peterson have some control? I think Krusty the Clown is their fucking GM. Because <laughs> like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. They still don't have a tight end. Uh, they their defense just got way worse. Than, They're gonna bring people back. Yeah, they have to. Gonna, <laughs> like, how do you spend eighty twenty one million dollars on Christian Kirk? I don't. Maybe I don't, you know something we don't know. Maybe maybe Jacksonville knows something about Christian Kirk that you know. You're like, hey, I know DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get twenty one million dollars a year, but Christian Kirk way better, way better than D Hop. Watch the, watch how bad they are now. I wouldn't even say that he was the third best wide receiver there, because that guy who's that who's that guy Moore, that rookie that they have, like yeah, this. Yeah, that he was. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be better than Christian Kirk is. Not no, clearly not, because he ain't getting eighty four million dollars <laughs> over four years. Holy shit! What a bad contract. If they spoke to him on the phone, I bet when they offered gave him a number he muted and him and his agent just rolled on the floor laughing <laughs> on the floor laughing if i'm christian kirk i oh like i i'd, I'd have a boner for like 48 hours like, like he, probably would have, he probably would have took 24 million i would i if i'm christian kirk if anybody says anything to me i'd be like oh are you worth 21 million dollars a year are you worth $21 million? Is Tom Brady worth $21 million a year? Nope. You know who's worth $21 million? Christian Kirk. Just to give you an idea of Christian Kirk's wealth, all right? We all agree quarterback's most position is the most important position on the football field. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's most important. Yeah. Right. Uh, you would say that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Right now, hands down, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. He will make $41 million this year. Restructured his card deal. The best quarterback at the most important position in the in the National Football League is going to make $41 million. Christian Kirk will make $20 million less than, than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if that is to give you hindsight, Christian Kirk is going to make Twenty million dollars less than a guy who's getting a hundred and fifty million dollar contract, <laughs> and that had to be their first offer because I feel like Christian Kirk would have took any offer. Yeah, like he's not coming back. He's like, oh no, nah, man, thirty yeah, mil. Yeah, he's not. 
Yeah, yeah they're not pushing up offer. Like, you're not. Nah, 30 mil? No, nah, no, nah, y'all gotta go high. How, how much is Devontae Adams worth? 17 mil this season? Nah, I need four million dollars more than Devontae Adams. <laughs> Pergy. Yeah, that, I, I mean, they came out the box. Do you think that was their prize free agent? Like they were looking at him from <laughs> from the jump? Like, I know no one to expect this. He had to, he had to have been. There's no way that he wasn't because the, he it was early it was early in the negotiation period and they went out and just paid the man guys <laughs> like can we all agree Dallin Robinson's a better wide receiver than Christian Kirk oh yeah and that <laughs> just to give you um Russell Wilson is gonna make 24 million dollars this year <laughs> okay uh Lamar Jackson 23 million dollars Matt Stafford just won the Super Bowl and he's going to make 23 million. These are all the people, these quarterbacks, these are quarterbacks that Christian Kirk now makes more money than. He makes more money than Tom Brady. He makes more money than Derek Carr. He makes more than Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Taysom Hill, who just signed a huge contract. Kyler Murray, Nick Foles, who got paid stupid money, now makes exactly $11 million less than Christian Kirk. Joe Burrow only makes $9 million this season coming up. He will make $12 million less than Christian Kirk. Tua Tagovailoa makes $8 million a year. He will now make less than $13 million that Christian Kirk, his own quarterback, the number one pick overall, Trevor Lawrence, will make $8,362,156. Christian Kirk will make $13 million more than his quarterback. That's, that's, I could just imagine, like, what is the size of Devontae Adams' contract going to be? Uh, it's so amazing. Listen, it's <laughs> Justin Herbert, right? Probably will be a very competitive team. He only makes seven million dollars, <laughs> and, and I bet his over and under for catches this season is sixty-five. By the way, my math is like way wrong. I'm totally fucked up the math, but just to give you an idea, I mean that's just fucking insane. It's absolutely insane. Twenty-one million. I mean, kudos, kudos to him and his agent. I mean, the agent should go in the Hall of Fame. Twenty-one right. million a year, man. That is you un- can't you can't blame Kirk. No, it's not his fault. But all right, so here's here's the kicker: Jalen Hurts, right? Great, great season last year, right? He makes one million six hundred and forty-three thousand two hundred thirty dollars. Christian Merck, Christian Kirk, this season will make twenty million dollars more than Jalen Hurts. That's crazy. And even with the great year that he had, they were still talking about about the uncertainty of quarterback in Philadelphia. So yeah, it's just all right. Here we go. Let's 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 check out uh, wide receivers. All right. <laughs> why is he on here? He, hold Kenny on. Holiday is going to be a twenty-one million dollar hit on the Giants' cap this year. That's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah twenty-one. That's wow. Well, that's that's Kirk's money. Uh, why is be a, a Christian Kirk hit on the Giants? Let me see something right here. Because I don't think they have his... No, they do. Well, this is weird. They're saying he's only getting $7.5 million 
against the it's cap probably, season. It's probably how yeah. they structured the. Uh, it's against the cap because of all the guaranteed money he got up front. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So he's not hurting the cap. That's still fucking crazy. Um, yeah. Oh god. So Dev- he's not getting that much more than Devonte. Devonte is getting twenty million uh, this this season. I mean, so against the cap, he's not he's not that bad against the cap. Uh, Devonte Parker actually gets paid more than he does. Uh, so against the cap, he's actually less. He's not. So he's not the highest paid wide receiver against the cap. Against the cap, Marvin Jones is. He, he's uh, he's a million dollars more. But but in the long run, he, all right. So right now, as it stands right now, he still makes more money than Jamar Chase. He makes more money than Jalen Waddle. Um, he makes more money than Debo Samuel. Wow, Debo's getting ripped the fuck off by the 49ers. Seriously, Debo only makes 48 million, 48, 4, 48, uh, 4 million, 890 dollars. God, Zay Jones, Zay, Zay Jones, he's making four million a year. Jay, Zay, this is how fucked the Jaguars are. Zay Jones is making more money than DK Metcalf. And J- Jerry Judy and Jacoby Myers <laughs> and CD Lamb. Yeah, gotta love the Jags. And Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson ain't making no money. He's making that Brandon Ayuk money. Justin Jefferson? Oh, yeah. he, he's gonna cash in big. Oh yeah. Well, he's going to now. Now that he saw that that, that uh, Kirk. Listen, the Jaguars just fucked every every team. Just fucked every team. Like, could you imagine you come lower than Chris and Kirk? And they're like, you, you think I'm worse than Chris and Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be uh, so bad. Conversation. You know what's happening right now? I guarantee you Chris and Kirk got this contract. Devontae Adams didn't even drive to, like, Green Bay facility. He got in his car, and he drove right to the GM of the Packers. <laughs> and he knocked on that door. Walked right into that house, sat right at his at his uh, his dining room table, and just smiled at him. <laughs> but there's nothing because the GM is going to look at him and be like, "Talk to your boy Rogers. He took all our money. We're broke." And he's like, "Well, I guess, I guess I'm not playing. You franchise me. I'm not playing." <laughs> just un unbelievable. Uh, I like this trade that went down today too. Uh, the Browns, it, it's tough to see Mac Wilson leave. He's he's been pretty decent for the Browns, but uh, the Browns trade Mac Wilson. Uh, it, was a, it was a linebacker swapping. Uh, my Mac Wilson goes to the Patriots, and the Patriots uh, give the Browns uh, Chase uh, Wadnevik. So uh, I like that move. Uh, both players played well, um, so that was a good one. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins he restructures his contract. Probably uh, wouldn't have done that if. Uh, if he knew that kind of money that uh, Christian Kirk was getting, uh, they converted his 10 and uh, pretty much a 10 and a half million dollar contract uh, into a roster bonus, uh, freeing up 7.1 million in cap space. Uh, this is about the Browns meeting with Deshaun Watson today. It says Saints and Panthers may have met with Deshaun Watson already, but don't sleep on Cleveland. The Browns are in play for Watson and plan to meet with the Texans on Tuesday. Uh, DJ Shark, we talked about that one. Uh, this I, th- this is a good one because he used to be a Browns player. Uh, Austin Colbert, very good wide receiver, uh, offensive lineman. Uh, he's with the Panthers now. He agrees to a uh, six uh, uh, a three-year, twenty-nine point two five million dollar contract. Nick Folk, he re-ups. 
with um with 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 uh, Nick Folkerius with the Patriots. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, have moved uh, da, 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 uh, uh, Shaverius Ward. He goes over to uh, the 49ers. Frank Clark uh, reworks his contract with the Chiefs. Uh, Justin Reed, he's going to Kansas City. I like that move. Uh, Justin Reed's pretty damn good. Yeah. And, um, you know, they did that with the expectant um, of uh, the Honey Badger leaving. Did, did the Honey Badger end up somewhere yet? Not yet. No. No. Uh, Bill's defensive tackle, Harrison Phillips, he's now with the Vikings. That's a good move for the Vikings. Uh, they're able to do that because Daquan Jones, who's also very, eh, not very good, but he's a, he's, he's a nice piece. He uh, moves over to the Bills. Uh, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, you saw him in the Super Bowl. He is now with the uh, he's with the Chargers, so he stays in L.A. but goes to the uh, Chargers. The Browns, they have released Jarvis Landry. He's drawing interest from the Saints and the Chiefs because the Saints can't afford anybody, so he'll probably go there a little cheap if he goes. Uh, trying to see if there's any other big, big things. Xavier Woods, he is, uh, he's with Carolina. Uh, he was a nice little piece, uh, for the Vikings. I'm not seeing anything else pretty decent. We talked about Uzma going to the Jets. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he signs an extension with the Cowboys. Uh, with all this money spending in the next day probably tomorrow when it officially starts we're going to see a lot of cuts too of of decent players um that teams can pick off of so uh this one was this is what's funny uh you talked about wanting to get tavian bryan uh Corey, right uh the defensive tackle from the jags yeah he uh we grabbed him uh cleveland will will grab him for a year uh, da, 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 da. Houston, this is where Houston declined the ability. There's Ingram. Uh, man, they're not, not all right. So I feel like we've covered a lot of a lot of the big names. We talked about um, we talked about uh, obviously the the big the big signing for the Chargers. Um, the Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater, your new backup, uh, Cedric Wilson, you know, the new wide receiver, uh, Cole McCoy, big bring back for the Cardinals because who knows if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it all started at, look, we, we weren't on, uh, we, we weren't on, uh, when, when, no, we were on when Russell Wilson signed with Denver, um, yeah. That was that was towards the end of the show on Tuesday because we went, did an afternoon show. It looks like Denver. Uh, Russell Wilson's trying to recruit Bobby Wagner. We'll see what happens there. I wouldn't mind Bobby Wagner. Yeah, no, I would. Or Miles Jack. Yeah. Miles Jack, bring give me give me all Miles Jack. All right, Braxton Perios, he's back with the Jets. I hear, um, I hear the Cowboys are planning to push hard for Von Miller. Oh, they can push as hard as they want. Nobody wants to play in in Dallas. <laughs> you can see that. It's a mass exodus. What's happening there, bro? It's un- I I don't understand it. Like I really don't. 
Oh, this is a nice little move that somebody could pick up. Uh, the Panthers have released AJ Bouye. He's not terrible. Oh, the corner, right? Yep. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's pretty solid. He's he spent a lot of time in uh Jacksonville though. Yeah. So he yeah. Didn't get much. Yeah. Air. Uh, well, he was playing. A, he was playing next to uh, Ramsey when he was there. Uh, yeah. th- this is a signing. I talked to somebody today, a Dolphin fan, about this. I, I like this move that the Dolphins did. It was one of the ones they led with. They did a two-year, uh, $12.6 million contract with Chase Edmonds. And I feel like Chase Edmonds doesn't get a lot of credit for the type of running back he's been. Uh, he, got, he got a little hurt this year when, you know, when Connor was able to play. Uh, I, I, Chase Edmonds is a big big bodied back. He's got pretty good damn hands too. He's got very good hands catching out of the backfield. Um, I, I, I think this is a good move for Miami. I just don't know who you pair with him in the backfield because look there, I, I, is it, is it safe to say that um, the, the running back with the G for you guys, I hate when my brain runs blank. Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin. It's safe to say Miles Gaskin is gone, right? I, I would I would think so. He's he's an upgraded version of Miles Gaskin. So I think he's better than Miles Gaskin. I, I, I like Chase Edmonds a lot more than Miles. No, no, yeah, yeah. He's better. He's better than Miles Gaskin, in my opinion. He's an upgraded version because Michael Miles Gaskin has no hands. He's dropping passes left and right last year, you know, with all those checkdowns that Tua was doing. Um, so so it's gotta throw it in there. <laughs> Look, Chase. <laughs> Calling it right now, guys. I'm calling it right now. I know I'm not on the show; it's my first time. But Chase Edmonds will lead the lead the league in receiving next year. And for a running back, for running backs. So with everybody coming back, with Austin Eckler coming back, with Jonathan Taylor, with everything that's going on, you you think Chase Edmonds is going to lead the NFL in catching out of the backfield? Because James White is back with the Patriots yes. as well. Yes, I think so. Wow. Over I mean, over Joe right. Mixon. Over over Joe Mixon, yeah. And if he's not if he's not number one, he'll be very close to the top, top three, top five, let's say. But but Chase Chase Edmonds is going to catch a lot if he doesn't get hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, he's going to catch a lot of balls out of the backfield here. And I think I think that if we could use Miles Gaskin as a trading chip to get something good, even if it's picks, we could pair we could pair Edmonds up with Duke Johnson and have Duke Johnson be that be that between the tackles back, even though Chase Edmonds showed that he could be a three down back and run between the tackles last year. He showed it in Arizona um, before. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to use him, but I think that it's a sign that Gaskin will be gone. I don't know what you think, Corey, about that, but I think Gaskin is gone um, now that we have Edmonds. Yeah, uh, I do think Gaskin is gone because Chase Edmonds is shaped like Gaskin. He's 5'9", but he's a little bigger. I think he's 200. Um, I, I think who they pair him with is not on the roster yet. Uh, I think they'll draft like a Brees Hall, maybe. Ooh, that's, and, a nice, uh, that's a nice pickup. Mm-hmm. And, and pair those two. And I, and I think they'll keep, uh, Duke Johnson and maybe even Philip Lindsay because Philip Lindsay. I hear Lindsay, there's still, I still, there's a lot of the Dolphins really do want to bring back Philip Lindsay. Because he, when he starred at Denver, it was in a wide zone run scheme so why not you know test them out in what we expect to run now a wide zone uh see if i mean he's still young yeah uh 
he doesn't have that much tread on his. He body. looked pretty good when he was dressed for Miami last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and and you kind of have to keep Duke right. He looked really good. Uh, yeah. I know it's a small sample size. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I know you don't think so highly of him yeah. that, that he left uh, Cleveland, uh, I, I, but. I just thought it was hilarious the way he's like, oh, if I'm not going to be a, a feature back. Yeah. Like, Yo, Nick Chubb is the shit. What are you talking about? Like, we he looked like, good, oh. though. He looked, he looked, well, he looked better than what we had all season. But yeah, it's no. not. They, they had that's no not way. a high bar. Yeah. yeah. It's very, no, no, it's not, no. But it was like a significant difference. Like, man, he had us thinking like, whoa, if we had him all year, maybe we would have done a little something. But I, I, I he would have got hurt or they, something. <laughs> I do think we keep Duke. It, it, it's Cleveland's fault they only use him as a pass, uh, a receiving. Not our fault. We've but, always um, got somebody better than him. <laughs> you never tried him at, at, at featured back. There's no reason to. We always had somebody better than him. <laughs> yeah, they, they wanted him to be Kareem Hunt, but nobody could be Kareem Hunt. I think I think Hunt is perfect with Chubb. Like the fact that you're going to get rid of him to get Watson, I think is going to hurt. Yeah, but we got hurt. the kid. We got the kid from USF that uh, balled out like uh, twice and on national TV. Oh, that's true. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Was Deontay that Johnson. Yeah, Deontay Johnson. He balled yeah. out. So I, look, I I only want to get rid of Kareem Hunt if it's Deshaun Watson coming in return. Yeah, I get it. Or you know, the Browns could have just did what I wanted from the get go and drafted Josh Allen. Yeah, I remember. I remember that day. Isn't that the day that we sat? We sat at uh at Duffy's and watched the draft together. And no, that's that- I was. That was the Miles. I think that was the Miles Garrett draft. And I was like, please don't oh, draft. Please you're right. don't. You're right. I thought they were going to draft uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, that was the Trubisky draft. <laughs> yeah, I was on an airplane. The uh, the Baker Mayfield draft. I was flying back from from Arizona, and I I like planned my layover. So that I can land in Houston as the Browns are making the number one pick. And then I remember they picked Baker. And I was like, fuck this. And I fell asleep on the uh, the plane on the way home. I was so pissed. Draft days are pretty epic with Aaron. Uh, <laughs> because nine out of ten times he's angry at the pick. <laughs> oh, my God. Corey, do you remember the year that they took uh, – uh, what was the running back? We did Oh. They took yeah, no. That was the Whedon draft. It was Trent Richardson and 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 Whedon, Brandon Whedon, and I. We were doing the podcast, and I left. <laughs> you left the podcast. I left the. Po- I walked out yeah, of, the, because- of the bar we were doing the show at because I was, I was very upset that we drafted Trent Richardson when we drafted him, and then they came back and drafted Brandon Whedon. I go, what the fuck? He's older than everybody on the roster. <laughs> I yeah, I can't so, remember who you wanted that year, but uh, was, I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you right now. Let me pull up. I remember uh, you're like, "This is it." Aaron was like, "This is it." Here we go. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way he was the year I saw yep. him with him too. He was all excited. We, and so we went. Yeah, when I saw when I saw the uh, oh draft God. with Vin, it, we were with our buddy. Uh, we were with Danny, and I started doing shots. Because all I remember right before the draft started was they were talking about. Um, so this was uh, the, 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 when did they draft him? Uh, well, oh, the, 2012 the, is uh, 2012. Yeah. Weedon. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's the same year as the Richardson draft 2012. 
Uh, so let's yeah. do this: the 2012 NFL, NFL draft. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with uh, Vin, and I'm with uh, uh, and I'm with I'm with Danny, and I just remember as it was getting closer to that draft, um, all I could remember was the talk of the Browns probably it was very likely the Browns would pass on Miles Garrett and take Mitchell Trubisky. And I just kept saying, how the fuck can you fuck this up? If you, if you pass on the most sure defensive end, that's been in the NFL draft since Reggie white, like I'll fucking kill myself. And I started doing a shit ton of shots because I was a hundred percent certain that they were going to fuck that up and, and take Mitchell Trubisky over um, take Mitchell Trubisky over Miles Garrett. But luckily, they didn't do that to me. Uh, I'll tell you who I wanted the Browns to take. I wanted them to take Morris. Uh, no, it was Justin Blackman. That's who I wanted the Browns to take. I was like, you take Justin Blackman. You take you take Justin Blackman. And they go, oh, Trent Richardson. I was like, fuck. And I was like, all right, cool. No problem. That's fine. Because uh, then we went back. We had the pick. Here we go. We had pick number. Da, 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 da. Where? Oh, it was like 28. Corey, that was a Tannehill draft. It was yeah, a Tannehill draft. draft. Yeah. Uh, but Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland had the three. Where is it here? They had another first round. Yeah, yeah. You got Whedon with 22. Okay. Where, why can't I? This isn't the. All right. Here's the whole first round. So, yeah. So they took. They took. Um, they took him there. And I wanted. I wanted more than anything. I wanted Justin Blackman. Uh, at that point, but thank God because he was oh he was terrible. Uh, they were like two years. Yeah, that was oh. Oof. But you're gonna do the same thing if you go to Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> then they well, took Richardson didn't last much longer, I guess. So. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, you and I saw his best game when we went to Cleveland the Ravens game that we should have won. There was no holding, so Richardson ran for. All right, so this goes back to our our Cleveland trip. Uh, for you, Vin. We go to the Browns-Ravens game. Uh, the Browns are going to win this game. Trent Richardson rips off like a 70-yard run for a touchdown. And the place erupts. It goes crazy. Then, of course, a flag comes out because fucking why not? It's Cleveland. The ref <laughs> calls a, an offensive holding. Right? They show the replay all throughout the stadium. There's no hold. And the Ravens win the game. <laughs> oh, I, and it was freezing that day too. Yeah. Uh, so when they took when they took Brandon Whedon, I think I wanted um, to, to who, who was it? Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to look here. I think it was Deontay Hightower I wanted. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Whitney Merciless went after after Whedon too. Yeah, well, so, so did Kevin Zietler. Damn, Doug Martin was in that uh, draft too. Yeah, the hamster. Hmm. Oh, Kobe uh, Kobe Fleener uh, went too. Kobe Fleener was very good. But that's what happens when you have uh, Peyton Manning thrown to you. That's true. I know I wanted Alshon Jeffrey to go to to the Browns. Didn't get that, but damn, Bobby Wagner's been in the NFL that long. Jesus. That's That's unbelievable. Yeah, man. So that oh god, draft days are the worst for me. Yeah, it's funny to me, but uh, I mean, you know, 
I hate to see your misery, but it, it, it is entertaining. Because uh, <laughs> they always, whatever you're thinking, they do the opposite. The one year, the one year they did what I wanted. <laughs> the one year. It was uh, the year they got, uh, the year they got, uh, 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 oh, Garrett. That was it. It was the one year. One year that we were good. That was it. <laughs> that was it. I mean, they look, they, the last two years, they did well for me. You know, we didn't have number one picks because we traded for for Odell. But, uh, you know, they got they got Newsome. That was a nice that was a nice little pickup. You know, they got Denzel Ward one year, um, you know, so eh, they got Grant Delpit. If he could stay healthy, that would be fantastic. So it's not not terrible what, what the Browns have done, uh, you know, but uh, look, uh, tampering season has started. Uh, the Dolphins have added some nice pieces. The Browns, uh, they get a number one wide receiver. Uh, the Jaguars have no fucking clue what they're doing uh, at all. Um, you know, the Steelers, they look like they got their, their holdover guy. So things are going good. The Ravens got better. Um, the Patriots and the Cowboys can't fucking sign anybody because nobody wants to play there anymore. Uh, so things are going great for, for, for those guys. But a big story is baseball is back. They had a very condensed free agency. I can't even I can't even follow it. All I know is uh, Tatis is out of baseball again. He's hurt. So the number the biggest the biggest star in baseball is not going to play. So uh, there's that. Um, it's going to be a whirlwind. We're going to uh, the the eighth April eighth is opening day. Seven. The seventh. Okay. So April 7th will be opening day. Uh, the Marlins were in contracts for like a star outfielder. If I, if I yeah, recall. Those, those talks have died. It was yeah. uh, Nick, Nick Castellanos yes. is, is a freaking superstar. He wants to come here. He's publicly said he wants to come and play for the Marlins and the Marlins won't pay him. Yeah. And that's, that's why Jeter left supposedly, right? Yeah. Well, Jeter left. Yeah. So, yeah. well, that's what happens when baseball sells a team. To, to uh, an owner that it doesn't have money. And, uh, you know, you sell it to him because Jeter gets a part of that sales group when we should have sold it to the guy who owns the, the Inter Miami. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. You know, just... he, he's the, the, the Inter Miami owner. He's, he's a Miami guy. He, he, you know, he, he wanted a franchise here. Um, and he, he was offering to buy the Marlins. Um, and and baseball, but you know they they do what baseball does and they fuck everything up. Yeah, I just it's just gonna be another another disappointing year. I know that before the before the the lockout, we picked up a few guys and and um and I was happy with the pickups that they did, but now it's just they're they're in talks with so many people. That's all I see in talks with this guy, in talks yeah. with that guy. Nothing ever happens, but that's classic Martin. So it, it look, you, they should have sold to Jorge Moss. Um, it, it, it's really who it should have been. Jorge Moss is a big name in Miami. I understand he's not like you know the you know the shining light of ethics, and and we've had all the nonsense with the Marlins uh, ripping off the city of Miami. But I, they, they would have spent them. You know, they, they they like the Mosses. They teamed up with. Uh, David Beckham, they like Flash. They like you know to 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 be somebody, and it would have been nice to have Hispanic owners in a Hispanic market 
bringing in people in it like it just made sense they're hispanic owners in a hispanic market in a predominantly hispanic sport it just would have worked it would have worked really well here in south florida instead jeter gets in with an owner that's got no money now we don't have jeter and this guy's not going to sell the team. He's going to wait till his, his, his investment comes back. He's going to spend as little as he can. And Marlon fans are going to have to suffer again. Yeah. It, it was already, like, proven again. I don't know how they do it, but the Marlins, the Marlins were one of the teams who, who have year over year lose the most money yeah. out of any major league team. Um, and the collective bargaining agreement just helped them again. They're going to keep that whole – competitive tax that they call it and the Marlins are just going to continue to do what they do. They're going to collect the tax and they're going to just put it in their pockets and they're not going to do nothing with it. And it's, it's, it's sad thing. Uh, especially, you know, when you look at the South Florida sports landscape where you have uh, Mickey Aronson willing to spend money, you have the dolphins willing to spend money. You have the Panthers who are spending money and, and, and they're all succeeding. Like the dolphins, were there at the end of the year. They had a chance to make the playoffs. They're obviously vying to try to make the playoffs this year. The Heat sit number one in the East. The Panthers are number one in the East. So, and, the, and then you have the Marlins, who just... And baseball would thrive in South Florida. With all the Hispanic people down here, um, baseball would thrive. They built that stadium in a shitty spot because they, 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 they intended that the Hispanic community would come out and support the Marlins. They're not going to. It's, it's South Florida. If you don't put a winner out on the field, nobody's coming. Baseball is not that big of a sport. There's not that many big of a stars, you know, unless show Otani's coming or the Dodgers are coming or, or the Mets or Yankees or Red Sox are in town. You have, you have a series against the Cincinnati Reds and the Marlins aren't competitive. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so disappointing because like the one year, that they spent money, I mean, post, you know, post 2003. Um, the one year that they spent money when they got Reyes and uh, like Jose Reyes and uh, the pitchers and um, they gave it a year, if that, and broke it up the next, like the middle of the next season, they yeah. broke everything up. It, it's insane because uh, they had the best outfield in Major League Baseball with Stanton, Ozuna, and uh, – and Yelich and Reyes was on that team. And we had a great pitching staff. You know, it's unfortunate what happened. It literally was like Jose Fernandez passed away. Get rid of everybody. The thing is that Jeffrey Loria, Jeffrey Loria tried to do what I don't remember who it was in 2003. It wasn't him. Was it? I don't think it was, but it was Loria. Loria got the world series in 03. He tried to, he tried to do it again. He tried to, because let's let's be honest. I'm I'm always one of those people who's, who who I I hate the fact that baseball doesn't have a salary cap. Because I hate I hate the fact that like Freddie Freeman is just sitting out there right now, waiting for three hundred million dollars for ten years from the Yankees, most likely, right? And and it gives it doesn't give a team like the Marlins the opportunity to sign them for you know three years, thirty thirty five million or something like that. And and it, it makes it it makes it uncompetitive in, in my opinion, which is why I hate the Dodgers and I hate the Yankees and I hate the Red Sox. Well, yeah, because we you already know, know we look the, the Braves. The Braves did spend money last year. They didn't go crazy spending money, but they did. And not everybody does what the de- the Devil Rays do. But like you know already, the teams that are going to be competitive in Major League Baseball next year, like we know already, the Marlins have no shot. The Reds have no shot. The Rockies have no shot. 
You know, the the Diamondbacks aren't going to be anything. The Rangers won't be there. You know, you know, it's going to be the Astros. You know, it's going to be the Braves, the Mets. The Look, the Mets have a pretty good roster, but they could fall apart. Uh, so, you know, it'll be the Mets, the Yankees, the Braves, the Astros, the Dodgers. That's it. I can't. Does, I can't. Does, does MLB enjoy that it's no parody? Like, um, it doesn't matter you know, if they if they were created to create a salary cap, it would be more competitive and, and it, it, it would be fun. fun to watch. But the players aren't going to go for that. There's no way in hell the players would ever sign a CBA allowing for there's zero possibility of it. There, there, if you're a major league baseball, and why the hell would you? You're going to yeah, tell me true. I have. I have I have a cap of my earning potential. Hell no! If I'm That's from, true, if but I'm they should have installed it long ago. Oh, a long time ago. But if I'm Tatis and I'm, I'm you know Freddie Freeman and I'm Jose Altuve and uh, you know all the list goes on. I'm not signing that. You're out of your goddamn mind. I want uh, give me one of them Bobby Bonilla contracts. I want to get paid millions up until I'm like dead, and then some. <laughs> The thing with baseball too is that baseball is big on on tradition, oh, right? Terrible. So, yeah, I hate it. All those unwritten rules of baseball and all that crap that they that they talk about all the time. So to baseball, when the Yankees are good, when the Dodgers are good, when the Red Sox are good, the, when those teams are good, baseball is good because yeah. they're the have the most fans and everything but then if you look around when the, when the astros first made it and before they started making it every year now and when all all that's the rays got good um you see you hear fans you hear the fans say man it's so good to see someone else in the world how, series how fun was it the year the diamondbacks won with mark grace and randy johnson and, and uh kurt schilling like that was a fun like i was i was ecstatic about that team because it was it was different. We got to see the Diamondbacks there. We got to see the Diamondbacks there, though, with some favorable players. But I'm not going to say uh, that it wasn't fun as well watching the Red Sox win the World Series with Josh Beckett and that and that lineup. But, you know, it, it is fun. Like, we watched the Yankees win so many times, and it was enjoyable to watch the Marlins beat them, to watch the Diamondbacks beat them, to watch the, the Red Sox beat them. Um to the point where now they've been a team that hasn't been there so often that, you know, now I kind of want to see the Yankees get back there. I like, I like what the Yankees got going on. Yeah, I'm sick of seeing the Dodgers. So give me, I want the Yankees back. Talking about the uh, Yankees, a thing just came in through my phone that says that Anthony Rizzo just re-signed for two years, $32 million at first base. He did nothing there. So Freddie Freeman's not going there. Then he's, he's not. He won't be there. Freddie Freeman doesn't. It's a, with that signing. It doesn't look like he's going to go there. But I think he's going to either end up a national or a, a national or a, or a Dodger. So. Oh God! Please don't send him to LA. Please. Oh God. God. It's probably going to be a Dodger. Of course. Why not? They spend money on everything. <laughs> um, so we'll get back into spring training on that. It's great to have baseball back. Uh, you know how much this show loves baseball. Um, we'll get back to stories of Chris's dad at baseball games, which is, which is super enjoyable. Uh, basketball is winding down 15 games left, right boys? 15, 15. We got left. No, less than that. I think I heard, what was it? 12 for the heat, 12 games left for the heat. All right. So we're getting uh, there. Yeah. They're 46 and 24. Four, correct. 46, so that's 12 40. games. Yep. Yep. They are sitting number one. In the East. And you know it's getting close to the end because 
if you go to the NBA's uh, website and you click on standings, they have the playoff bracket for stage. Yeah. Um, so as it stands right now, Miami, uh, they sit at uh, a three game. Uh, they sit three games ahead uh, of Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee 43-26, Miami 46-24. Um, they would play the play-in team. So Miami would get the winner currently of Atlanta-Charlotte. Um, sucks for Milwaukee because they get the winner of... Uh, they get the winner of Brooklyn-Toronto. Miami would actually get the winner of the Charlotte... The, they'd get the winner of the Charlotte Atlanta game versus the loser of the Brooklyn Toronto game. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. So, yeah. So seven plays eight. The, the winner is seventh seed. And then the loser plays the winner of the ninth and tenth seed. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if you're Miami, you're probably hoping for Brooklyn because you haven't played Toronto all that well. Uh, no one's hoping for Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, Ky- Kyrie put up sixty tonight. By the way, he could sit. He could sit courtside and watch it, but he can't play <laughs> when he's in New York. But it, when it, if they play Miami, he's all he's all able to play. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, you jackass. But I, I, I don't I don't think we're going to face the Nets if we if we remain in the first seed because they play the seventh seed and the play. Yeah, they play I think they're going to, and I think they're going to beat Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, let me take that back because if uh, Kyrie can't play in Toronto, he cannot play in Toronto, and he cannot play in New York. So he would miss that one game series. He'd miss that uh, whole. Yeah, he'd miss it. Yeah. Um. So wow. Well, I hope they beat Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if they beat Toronto, they're in the seventh seed, and then I don't care who wins out of Toronto and Charlotte and Atlanta. Or who, whoever's uh, left, uh, the Heat will smash whoever it is. But yeah, the Nets. I mean, with Kyrie, the uh, emergence of Kyrie. I mean, he's he has fresh legs. He only plays half half the game. He's he's been <laughs> he's been killing it. Sixty tonight. He had forty one at halftime. I, I guess I guess uh, what it's a night after Carl Anthony Towns does it yep. that he comes and does the same. Uh, he's a supreme talent. And not to mention they have KD. <laughs> so that's a tough out for Milwaukee because I'm hoping the Nets end up seventh and play Milwaukee uh, in the first round. Yeah, That would be a tough – that would be a great series to watch, by the way. Well, they still, they still got a chance to get Cleveland, who's in the, who's in the sixth seed. Uh, Milwaukee only three games back of, uh, of, the, of the Cavaliers. Um, I, I, I would – Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's there. Uh, the Toronto can catch them as well. Toronto's only a game back of uh, of Cleveland. I mean, I kind of like these series because I kind of feel like Cleveland could knock off Philadelphia if uh, James Harden keeps playing as shitty as he's playing. Boston would get Chicago. So if I if I had to do it right now, like the current setup, I I think Chicago. That Boston would knock off Chicago. Um, Cleveland, Philadelphia would be a good series, man. A lot of people are sleeping on Cleveland. Uh, they very well could knock off uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee would be a fun one. And then the Heat will just cruise past whoever the hell they get. You think Boston, uh, Boston will knock out Chicago? Yeah, I think so. 
I don't. I, I haven't been on Chicago at all all year. I I, I don't think they're that good. Yeah, uh, Vin, Vinny, I know you haven't been on the show, but I, I've been saying that, and tell me if you agree or not, but I've been saying that Chicago is the Atlanta Hawks of the past with Teague, Josh Smith, Orford. They're regular season champs, and they yeah. don't have they don't have that superstar that you need in the in the playoffs. DeRozan, if you look at it, DeRozan wants the Heat shut him down to 18 because he was on this stretch of 35 plus points and 50 over 50 percent shooting and the heat held him to 18 and he hasn't been the same since no uh, he, i don't he hasn't scored 35 since i don't think no <laughs> so, i just think i think it's it's i think it's going to be an entertaining series the chicago bosses if, if everything's yeah. the way it is it's going to be an entertaining if, series but they're only their Boston's only a game back from the Sixers, 76ers. And yeah. like you said, Aaron, Harden's playing like crap. So who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah, Boston could easily jump up to the three. It, it, it's, it's very possible. I mean, uh, it, look, the Heat could collapse. Things, A lot of things could happen. But I, I think it's going to stay relatively similar, uh, what, what's going on in the East. Uh, the West, man, this is, this is a fun one. Uh, Phoenix, uh, once again. Best team in the NBA after they beat the Heat, they they clinched their playoff spot. Um, uh, so that's that's cool there. Um, the the Memphis Grizzlies. What I mean, Jaw Jaw Jaw's the MVP, right? Like Jaw Morant has to be the MVP of the of the NBA. I don't well, think the, he's gonna win it. I don't think he's gonna. I, I agree with you. I don't think he's gonna win it. I think they're gonna give it to Embiid. But yeah. but I but I. I agree. I agree with you, Aaron. I think I think that he should win it. He absolutely should. That team is second in the I West. Think he should, sir. Yeah, he's he should he's win. remarkable this season. Remarkable. Uh, he's he did. All right. So one of the things I used to love about uh, I still like about uh, Damian Lillard, even though the Trailblazers are terrible. Dame used to carry that team. All right, and Dame never has done what John Morant is doing right now. It's um, unbelievable. Well, John's gotten a little bit of, uh, and I know Dame had CJ McCollum for for his, basically his whole career so far uh, until he left. But Jaw has Desmond Bain, and and I forget I, I forget the center's name, but he's got he's got some young, really good talent around him in Memphis, which is why I think they're second in second in the West. But but it's just it's crazy it's crazy to watch Jaw. I know they're not going to give him the MVP, but definitely I agree with you that he should get that hands down. Absolutely. Uh, so Memphis, they're number two. Uh, Golden State, they're three. Uh, Utah, four. Dallas, that, that's crazy too. Dallas all the way up to five uh, in, in in the West. Denver down to six. Uh, but Jokic is getting hot right now. Uh, but Jokic can go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> uh, Minnesota. Jokic should be in jail. Oh, fucking piece of shit, that Jokic, <laughs> that scumbag, a cheap shot, a little bitch. Uh, All right, hey, guys, let's be honest. I'm sure everybody on this podcast has gotten into a fight once in their life, right? And gotten pushed. And there's no way, there's no way that you miss fifty something games with whiplash from getting pushed in the back by Jokic. He didn't like, get pushed. He got blindsided. He wasn't ready for it. Okay, oh, right in his uh, spine. That little Jokic bitch. He should have, you know, you do. You, this is what we do in Miami, okay? You face to face fight. 
You don't soft ass push somebody from behind you, little bitch. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> Marquise Morris could have been Marquise Morris could have been MVP of the league this year, but he was out. He was out. If, if Rose if Rose were reversed, Morris would be in jail. Jokic <laughs> <laughs> oh. should have been kicked out of the league for how dirty that shot was. <laughs> Disgusting. From an MVP. Puh. Puh. Uh, bullshit. Strip him of his MVP. MVPs don't do that. Steph would never. Steph would never from the back. Jordan would never from the back. Shaq. Shaq never from the back. The, the baby the baby face assassin would never get into a fight. Unbelievable. <laughs> On the back. What a bitch. So upset. Guy gets to still play, but missing one game. Try to kill a man. <laughs> I never knew you were so passionate about the fight. I would have talked to you about it earlier. I was so <laughs> mad about it. You should have heard me on the show. I was going crazy. <laughs> I wanted to jump his brothers when they I, like. I wanted to jump his brothers. I was like, "We're going to the game. We're Bro. jumping anybody with the last name Jokic, even if their name has a J in it. We're jumping them." You know, you know that they actually came when they played I, the, and they're the pussies game. too. They're pussies too. They're a bunch of pussies as well. If if Butler would have jumped in, they would have fucking scoured and ran like their little bitch brother. Uh, pussies. How are you fucking going to be that big and be a little bitch? All of them. Fuck Russia, you jackasses. I don't even know where they're from, but I'm going to say they're from Russia. Yeah, put loving <laughs> cocksuckers. Oh, gosh. Oh, I, never, I never knew. Aaron, I never, I never knew, honestly. Fucking hate Jokic. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Marquise Morris was the greatest off se- post offseason acquisition that he had, and we lost him for for uh, for an entire season because Jokic is a little bitch. He's back, bro. He's back. He's back. Let's let's just relax. Oh, he's playing so well. I hope I hope Green kicks him in the nuts like he did to LeBron. <laughs> yeah, little Jokic pussy. I want Green just just in his ear for the entire series, telling him how much of a bitch he is. I want Green to wear a Marquise Morris mask when he plays. <laughs> so I want to see, it, it, like I'm, I want to fly to San Francisco and just, just rattle Jokic, undeserving motherfucker. Holy. Okay. All right. Let's calm down. Who's seventh in the West? <laughs> it's the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. But I don't cat, cat, baby. Cat'll fuck up Jokic. Let's see him do that to you. The cat. He's a big boy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Wait. Those, uh, yeah. Let's just wait. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just wait, you motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry to hit a sore spot. Jeez. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even spot. If I would have known, I probably would have hit on it earlier. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad he's going to get eliminated by the Warriors. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, how the fuck are the Clippers still in the playoffs? I haven't heard anything about the Clippers all season. Who's on that team? I don't know. Is, is Kawhi still playing? Uh, Mr. October is on that team. Who? Paul George? Paul George. Reg, Reg, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Where's Patrick Beverly? Is he on somebody's team? Is he still he's with the Clippers? He's on Minnesota. 
Oh, great. Oh, yes. Yeah, give me Minnesota and give me Denver, baby. I want that. <laughs> give me Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Jokic. Let's see you fuck with a real man. <laughs> Pat Beverly. Pat Beverly coming off that bench to get that shove in. Actually, I don't think he'll fuck with Jokic. He only fucks with people the size of Chris Paul. That'd be six foot one or smaller for Pat, Pat Bev to step up to you. Uh, yeah, dude, the Clippers are done, right? Like, they're, they're going to get smoked by Minnesota. Um, yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, I just don't see. I mean, they have some good games in them, but a, a, a Reggie Jackson-led Clippers isn't scary to anyone. Where the fuck is Paul George and Kawhi? They, they attend every game. <laughs> <laughs> they have perfect attendance. They just can't step on the court, man. It's, like they're, what? What happened playing, to them? Uh, the nine, the nine, ten playing game is the best one because we're gonna watch LeBron get bounced by the Pelicans. Oh, it's Zion's gonna come back at the end of the season now, and he's gonna bounce LeBron from. The <laughs> it's gonna be the greatest thing ever. L- one game literally, <laughs> he's gonna bounce LeBron literally. How do you drive against something that big? <laughs> Lakers, wow, like they. They put them on my TV way too much. And they lose every time I watch. They lose. I saw a stat today. I saw a stat today where since the All-Star break, Westbrook is shooting 9%. 9%. <laughs> <laughs> like, me, me, us three could go out and shoot at least 13%, right? I know. If I got LeBron yeah. James and Anthony Davis, I could definitely make some baskets. <laughs> I can underhand shoot and, and get a higher percentage. Oh my god, the the West is so bad outside of like the top four. Like like once you get past once you get past Denver, like what? Don't let anybody else play in the West. Like just don't play. Like don't play. It's an embarrassment for for the league. Like why would you allow it? I, I saw a tweet today. Someone retweeted from the beginning of the season, and it showed the Lakers players, and it was like the question was who would beat. This group and a four, four, uh, who would beat this group four games in a series? And the answer is now everyone. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get bounced by the Pelicans. Yeah. Unless LeBron has, has 56 points. Or He's going to have to. There, there's no way David, David Stern lets, lets them, not David Stern, uh, uh, what, oh, Silver. Yeah. Adam yeah, Silver. Adam Silver. There's no way Adam Silver lets the Pelicans actually beat LA, right? <laughs> hey, a big story. For, yeah, hey, but he's, he's, he's gonna have to drop sixty. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, the playoffs are coming up. Uh, the East is a lot more compelling than the West because the East, from one to ten, is is it could be anybody except the Bulls. Uh, so <laughs> you know, we, and then the West. I mean, the Suns are gonna win it again. Like it's it's that simple. The Suns will win the West again. Uh, so uh, the West not compelling. These a little compelling. Uh, which brings us to the NHL. For some reason, the NHL has this weird thing where their trade deadline is way deeper than the NBA trade that de- trade deadline. <laughs> but the uh, NHL had uh, the break uh, this year for uh, the Olympics. Um, so, like we said, the uh, Heat first place in the East. Uh, the Panthers, they're the number two team in the East. They, they're um, they're they're number two overall in the East, but they're number one in the Atlantic. 
Uh, they have played the same amount of games as the as the Tampa Bay Lightning. They sit, um, they currently sit four points uh, ahead of Lightning. The Panthers are unreal this season. They're they're, they're eighty six points. Um, they lost in overtime to start their road trip, which was a little crummy start to the road trip. As uh, Huberto got tripped, got upset, retaliated, got a, a double minor um, with a, like a minute left. The Panthers were up two one. Uh, of course, late the 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 um, the Kings pull their goalie. It's a six on four. They put a goal behind Spencer Knight, tie it up at two apiece, and then win in a shootout. Um, so the Kings take the the season series um, against the Panthers. But the Panthers, like I said, they're two up on Tampa. They are a point behind Carolina for overall in the. Um, for overall in the uh, Eastern Conference, um, the Panthers are playing tonight. Uh, they should be playing right. They should be deep into the game right now. Uh, they are down at the end of the second 2-1 to San Jose. San Jose, the, the no score in the uh, second um, as all, all the goals were scored in the in the first period. So if the Panthers get this, they'll jump ahead. They'll be at uh, 88 points in the East. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, about the Panthers, right? We so we talk about goal differential in in the NHL. The Panthers have a plus seventy two. Hmm. Means so if you to, to give you insight, the Panthers have scored seventy two more goals combined than their opponents. That's incredible. Yeah, they're the highest scoring the highest scoring team in in all of all of hockey. It's insane. Calgary Calgary's at plus sixty one. Colorado, who's number who's number one in the NHL at 89 points, they're plus 63, and the Panthers split with those guys. Uh, Carolina, they're plus 59. So that's the number one team in the East. The Panthers have literally almost 20 more goals uh, against their opponents than Carolina does. So the Panthers went big. They, you know, uh, goals for two, like, like this is the crazy stat right here, right? 245 goals for 173 against. All right. That's fucking nuts um so that's that's crazy it, it really is um so the panthers they're on their way to the playoffs um i'm pretty damn excited because i don't i don't know if anybody can beat us in the east i really don't i i, I we we've destroyed carolina this whole season we, we've done damn well against uh tampa against tampa Toronto, we don't know yet. Uh, we still have a lot of games against Toronto to end the season because I don't think we play. We, we haven't played Toronto once yet. Um, but they're on the West Coast swing. We'll see how it turns out. Right now, down two one to San Jose. This is a team you need to beat because San Jose is not good. Uh, they're actually seventh in the Pacific, um, so it's a team they need to beat. They need to win this one. Uh, trade deadline's coming up. Panthers are going to make some big moves. Big names talked about being coming to, to South Florida. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but other than that, covered a lot about this uh, NFL free agency. Uh, obviously, talked about baseball coming back. Um, you know, got a little bit into hockey. Um, so uh, as far as that goes, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a pretty eventful night. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that we missed that came up. We talked about Brady coming back. So that's. That's pretty much gonna wrap it up for this uh, for this Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, cannot thank uh, Vinny for filling in tonight. 
hope I hope you had a good time. I had a great time, man. Any any need any time you need somebody to. I had a great time. No, no, we definitely look forward to bringing Vinny back. But as always, we can't thank you enough, Vinny, for coming on. Uh, for Corey. Hey, next week, we'll know all the moves. We'll know where Deshaun Watson is. That's right. Uh, well, we don't need a guess because next week on Tuesday, we will be celebrating Deshaun Watson joining the Cleveland Browns. As always, we'll see you guys next Tuesday night, same time, same place. As always, uh, 9.30 p.m. Uh, if you don't watch us live, Feel free to check us out. We will be, uh, as always, we are on uh, Spotify. So we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great night. Have a great week. And uh, big show finally over in, the, in, uh, in Cleveland. <laughs>